early. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can see the time. You can see it? For the most part. I got to squint my eyes, but I can see it. <laughs> Did you already write down a time? No, yeah. So we just he was started. Just checking. I didn't. I was just seeing it. Oh. Uh, he's see like, if I well, you're he was time, testing. He was texting. He's like looking at his look. You're not writing. Like it says. No, I was 10 just making seconds. sure I had had it set up for the creator profile. So <laughs> all I got is put the time in. He was testing to make sure he could see it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to squint my eyes, but I can see it. Eric forgot his glasses, so Eric he's blind. Forgot his glasses. Got in a rush. Yeah, I don't Lower know why. I guess because it's, I don't know. Out of our realm today, we're starting. Yeah, we're doing it early off. today. It's only twelve o'clock here, so um, we are early, the Bonsai but... Movie Crew. Hello, that we are. Hi. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, don't forget to um, check out yeah. our social stuff. Uh, In front TikTok, of C3PO. I always forget what all they are. I just need a list of them. Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, pretty much everything. Yeah. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. X. Spotify. X. Spotify, uh, Spotify Apple Podcast. Just about Facebook. anything that the podcast would be on. Just right. Look just all that stuff. Just Besides Google us. Just Google us. Just, I'm going to just put up Besides Google from now on. <laughs> Google. Like, Google us. Yeah. Just find us there. Um, anyway, uh, let's get into our creator profile. So the, the movie we did this week wasn't like there's nobody really in the movie. Neil Marshall. Anybody... You talking about yeah. the director? Yeah. I thought about Dang. it. Dang it! I thought about it, and I was like, eh, because the only movies he really has done is The Descent, uh, Dog Soldiers, and what was the other one that I saw that he did that was popular? <sighs> Um. Oh, uh, Doomsday. He did Doomsday, which is a personal favorite of Matt's. And I was like, yeah, we could do him. I was like, but really, what has he done lately? I don't know. He's just the most prolific person that I knew in the movie. Right. He was the yeah. director. Which Dog Soldiers is one of my favorite werewolf movies. The movie's fucking awesome. The name is dumb, but... <laughs> No, uh, but um, I, I did because of Christmas, and it seems like he's the Christmas guy or has been since we were kids. Is is Tim Allen? Oh, okay. I, I figured takes me off guard. Was, yeah, it, me too. Well, Crystal's like, I was like, I don't know. She's like, I was like, she's like, why don't you just do Tim Allen? He's the Santa Claus. I was like, okay, <laughs> works okay. for me because I can't think okay. of any other time when we might do. I've never seen any of the Santa Claus movies. <gasps> what is wrong with you? You gotta at least see the first one. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm not a huge Christmas movie person. Yeah, but have the Santa Claus that I watch. Santa Claus. Yeah, but Santa Claus is really good. Okay, I'll watch them. Sometime. You watch you Home Alone, watch don't one. you? Watch- at least that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think if you watch, you'd like like some of the graphics don't hold up because it's an older movie, but. But well, like, I mean, that's the movie itself about is really much good. That's, What's know. that dude's name that was in um, Beverly Hills Cop? Um, <clears throat> he's the he's kind he of the the down. derpy Judge uh, Reinhold. Yeah, Judge. That's his name. Uh, he's he's in it too as the stepdad. Oh, okay. And so it, it's it's quality entertainment, especially for the kids. You know, for the family. I know what it's about. I've, we I started know, watching it yesterday and. The boys, they had done open up presents and everything, and they hightail it upstairs. I'm like, you know what I mean? Because like, I asked Jackson, like, have you ever seen this? He's like, no. Can I go get on my computer? I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, like we weren't even, like, 
20 minutes into the movie. No, but... not even. No, we weren't even 10 minutes into the movie. He was, like, done with it. Because it's like, well, he got his new computer, so he's like, it's, ah. it's this generation, man. They don't. Well, usually he's down for watching stuff like that with us, but presents well, were open. It was yeah, like, say, it was like. like you all can't... the all the ass kissing was done. Well, yeah, it's not even just that. Like, you, guys, if they've got back. new stuff, don't yeah. even bother. It was like they were they were done. They were like, "All right, ass kissing's done. I'm out." So I got I'm my just... shit. I'm leaving. Bye. I'm like, <laughs> that's what it was too. Yeah, like peace. <laughs> like you motherfuckers, you <laughs> used me. I feel like it's, I told her. That's what I told Crystal. I was laying on the floor with my dog. I'm like laying down. I was like, at least you'll cuddle me, buddy. And she's like. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, was like, I looked at Chris. I was like, "I feel like a cheap whore. They just used us." <laughs> <laughs> Especially like, when you put together toys and shit, like for Penny. I didn't put anything together. Oh man, I set up his computer. That's about it. Dude, like, Penny cracked there. me up when I went over to get him today. Uh, I come, I come, <laughs> I come in the house. She walks right up to me, walks straight up to me, but comes up for a hug, but doesn't put her arms out. She just. <laughs> I'm like, well, hello. How long was she awake? Oh, I don't oh, she's know. been awake hours now. Uh, all right, so we're gonna do Tim Allen this week. Uh, everybody's favorite conservative dad. <laughs> I agree with you there. Tool time. I did watch that. Yeah, I love Home Improvement. Time. Well, it was Home Improvement, but yeah, <laughs> it was Tool Time. Tool time. It was Tool Time to everybody else. <laughs> uh, they read... might have called it Home Improvement, but we know what it was really called. I'll read we know this. What it was really. Do you, I'll read this, Madison, then you can read the uh, the movie. Oh, okay. she's up. She's excited. She's up to bat, man. All right, Tim Allen. Tim Al- Sorry. <laughs> oh, scusi, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen overcame his uh, imprisonment for drug dealing as a young man to become a popular stand-up comedian. He found sitcom success with Home Improvement in 1991, Fueling a Hollywood career that made him a future player in the Santa Claus and Toy Story franchises. I guess, yeah, there's Toy Story too. So, yep. uh, Alan, Alan later, mm-hmm. huh? He was Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Oh, he, he was Buzz. Was mm-hmm. Buzz. Alan mm-hmm. later returned to the small screen for another he legacy was Mrs. sitcom. Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> for, another, for another legacy sitcom run uh, with Last Man Standing, which is also a very good show. Uh, early years and family tragedy. Tim Allen, Tim Allen Dick. Okay, so apparently his last name is Dick. Uh, That's a weird last name. Yeah. Like, it makes sense as a middle name, but... Or even a first name, but Tim Allen Dick. I thought Allen was his last name. That's probably why he got rid of it. (laughs) All right. "Uh Tim Allen Dick was born on June 13th, 1953 in Denver, Colorado. One of six children of Gerald and Martha Dick. Allen discovered his penchant for comedy early on as his last name became fodder for for childhood years. What, uh, imagine marrying someone with the last name Dick. Eh, we have to change that. You're going to take my last name. Right. <laughs> no. Like, no. imagine having a name that, like, falls victim to that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know, like... Yeah, but that probably breeds the right, you know, like a lot of I mean, kids that have gotten like, bullied as I mean, kids, they come as up to be. As a guy, though, when you get married, you might be like, no, we ain't changing my last name. You're taking the dick both ways. <laughs> <laughs> but well, a lot imagine, of kids that imagine bullied, being like, if you marry somebody from like another country, sometimes the names are a little, you know, like, like imagine if, if her name was like, come get you. Like that's, that could be a name from another country. Come mm-hmm. get your dick. That'd be funnier and shit. <laughs> <laughs> But a lot of kids who get bullied 
as kids either grow up to be really good like comedians Actors. like they always they, they grew up to you know what i mean yeah because they got to put their pain person. out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're they're great at acting yeah i mean they put on a show for everybody that you know unless they're crybabies yeah, it goes yeah. one of two ways. They either end up in jail or in acting. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Trauma, man. Does does some weird shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, he often uses wit to deflect insults. In his uh, formative years, Alan had an especially strong connection with his father, who instilled a love of all things automotive in his son. That says a lot. I love my father more than anything, Alan remembered. Uh, he was a tall, strong, funny, really engaging guy. I so enjoyed the company, his smell, sensibility, discipline, and sense of humor. All the fun, uh, stuff we did together. Uh, I couldn't wait for him to come home. In 1964, on his way home from a football game, Gerald was killed by a drunk driver. (laughs) Makes sense. Uh, Alan was 11 years old. In the uh, wake of the tragedy, Alan's mother moved the family to Detroit, Michigan. Several years later, she married uh, her high school sweetheart, a successful businessman with strong... Okay, uh, I'm going to get this word. Episcopalian? Episcopalian? Values? Ep- Episcopalian? Episcopalian, yeah. Yeah, that's the word. Karen, we love you. (laughs) Episcopalian, yeah, that's the word. Episcopalian values. I thought you were at first saying like what his his occupation was. No, and then when you said values, I was like, oh, no, it's a religion. (laughs) (laughs) The pair raised Alan and his siblings. Uh, Troubled teen. As a teenager, Alan was... An indifferent student with a passion for shop class. After receiving his high school diploma, he attended Central Michigan University. <laughs> Explains home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> everything about like his childhood says like he just brought everything with that. Like yeah. from into, that into, into home his, improvement. Well, yeah. not even home improvement. Also, like just in, uh, into in all acting. of his shows, into in all yeah. of his shows and acting and everything. Yeah. yeah. He's just playing like his dad and his yeah, childhood, right. yeah. which is fine. I mean, he's oh, made for a, sure, he's well, funny at it. So that's a lot of like what the genius is when you when you play what you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you can make fun of it or make it funny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that makes a lot of sense for a lot of different comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, after receiving his high school diploma, uh, he attended Central Michigan University. He later transferred to. Uh, Western Michigan University to earn a bachelor's degree in television and radio production, which is fucking weird because you'd think that for a guy who was like, I love shop, I love cars, you think he would have, like, you know, done something along those lines instead of, like, ah, I'm gonna go in for TV and radio. Like, what? Like, you like you like cars and, like, building shit. You wanna be in, on TV? Maybe it was his dream to make home improvement. Like, what if that was his dream show? Oh, maybe. It'll probably tell us here in a second. <laughs> um, it Could was have been maybe he saw certain things about I don't know value systems or something. Maybe and, yeah, you know. It was there that he met his long-term girlfriend Laura Diebel, Dabble, Diebel, whatever, and began making money on the side as a narcotics dealer. Oh, as one does, as one does, you know the you know that magical snow stuff. 
Uh, arrest in prison stint. Uh, following his college graduation in 1976, Allen took a position at a sporting goods store where... <sighs> That's last man standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only seen like bits and pieces. Oh, it's a really good show. No, I've seen I've seen clips and I've seen I think two or three episodes maybe all the way through. I laugh. They're funny. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're funny. funny. It's a funny show. That's one where he's like sitting there cleaning his musket and eating bacon or something like that. Yeah, he's like, I'm just doing what my forefathers fought for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she's giving him shit because you know the grandkid could get the musket or whatever, and he's like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna. You know, get the gunpowder and, you know. He also, there was also a scene where, like, his daughter got her first boy, like, his youngest daughter got her first boyfriend. And um, his his youngest daughter is actually played by that girl from, um, oh, damn it, what's that horror movie we just watched that didn't have any uh, talking in it? Oh. Uh, the, the alien one? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, um. Nobody mm, will. Nope. Nobody will help you, or nobody will save no you. One no one will save you. you. Yeah. So that was that girl. That was her. That played her, his youngest daughter. Okay. And that's where I first saw her. And that, I think she's a great actress because she was also in another miniseries where she played a uh, rape victim. Oh. And um, she played it so fucking well. Like she did a really good job in that show. A lot of heart. It really, yeah. it really put me, put her on my radar. And then I watched, and then she did a comedy movie um, where. Like they're getting ready to go to college, and her and her friend are like, they want is like they want to go to this party, and but dude, she's like, she's fucking hilarious in the movie so too. So she doesn't just stick to one genre. No, no, she's, she's like that's that. why I like her. I like I, that. She's versatile. I was yeah. like, okay, so she can play serious and she can be funny. Yeah. I will say the best part of No One Will Save You was her. She oh for sure, she, yeah, she did a great it. job. Yeah, she was really yeah. good, and she's one. I think she's one of them actresses that. You really, really need to look out for because yeah. I think she's versatile. Blow up. I, don't, yeah. I like, I like that. I hate it when they stick with one genre and one. Yeah, type I hate it whenever one. good actresses and actors like that don't get enough work. You know what I mean? You're yeah, like, you're I like, agree. You know that like they're good, so you think that directors, more directors, and things like that would take more notice mm-hmm. of them. So I mean, I get it when certain actors stick with a certain genre for so long, mm-hmm. but they're I like when they like, branch yeah. out because it seems like they stick with it long enough to get a name. And then they go, okay, now I want, I need to branch. Like, I want to do different things now. But that's you know like me. What, I mean, you know? Dave Bautista is what he did. He, mm-hmm. He's another one Robin Williams. Me. Robin Williams did the same thing. Yeah. You know, he got a he got a name and then he started doing serious stuff. And he, Tom Hanks, he did the yeah. same thing. Um, Jim Carrey, he did, you know, some serious stuff. I mean, a lot of actors, I like that when they, you know, they might branch make a name. Yeah, they might make a name for themselves, but they don't stick with just the genre that made them famous, you know. Yeah. And that's one thing that even Dave Batista said. He said, I want to, you know, I don't want to be known as Drax. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I want to branch out and do other things, mm-hmm. you know. And he's done serious roles. Yeah. He's actually a good, serious actor. I remember, yeah, I've seen him in other stuff. I remember the beginning, the, he was in the opening scene of uh, Blade Runner 2042. 2049. 2049, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I knew I was wrong about that. I know, um, I could see you, you were like, wait. <laughs> that's not, sound that's right. not the right number. <laughs> But he was in the opening scene of that, and he really surprised people with that opening mm-hmm. scene because of his, you know. He was, oh, he was the best in that that Am Night Shyamalan movie. What was that? Uh, oh, yeah. Knock, Knock at the Knock Cabin. The cabin. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, really yeah, good. He was really good. Best one in that. Mm-hmm. He was the best in that movie. Like I said, like some sometimes people just they need to take more notice of people like this that girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So anyway, back to it. Arrest in prison stint. <laughs> Following his college graduation in 1976, you ever see Alan his mug took a shot. Bus- huh? You ever see his mug shot? I have his mustache. And everything. <laughs> He's all like. 
yeah. smiles and shit. Yeah, he's probably fucking baked. Probably. Alan took a position at a sporting goods store where he was quickly offered a job at the company's in-house advertising agency. Just like Last Man Standing. Despite his uh, accomplishments in the ad business and his uh, happy marriage to DeBell, whatever, in 1978, Alan continued uh, to deal drugs. (laughs) His criminal activity caught up with him uh, on October uh, October 2nd, 1978, when Alan and an accomplice were arrested at, at Kalamazoo, Michigan Airport for possession of nearly one and a half pounds of cocaine. Ooh. (laughs) It's <laughs> a lot. He was uh, released on bail, and Super a trial released. was rescheduled for November of Maybe that I'm year. Trying to stuff that up something. Uh, in that time before his sentencing, Allen tried his hand at stand-up comedy. He made a successful debut at Detroit's Comedy Castle, and a month later, on November 26, 1979, Allen made his court appearance. The comic received a reduced sentence after agreeing to testify against his partner and was given eight years in federal prison. He ultimately served only 28 months at uh, Sandstone Federal Correctional Institution. Uh, The time in prison seemed to... seemed to wet his sense of humor. Wait, wait. Is it it W-H... H-E-T. It's wet. Wet? Yeah. That's weird. I've never heard of that. It's just a way of saying, like, it made it better. Okay. It gave him him comedy material for his comedy. Yeah, his comedy grew inside this. Yeah, it gave him him more material to use for his comedy. I gotcha. Okay. It's just a weird... Kind of like, you you ever ever heard, um, it wet his appetite? Wet his palate? Wet his palate, yeah. Yeah. That kind of okay. it's the, yeah. All right, uh, I'll never use that word in any context. So, <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where the fuck is that? Where, At wet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking for that word. Really. Uh, God damn it! Where are you? Parents, blah blah blah. W H E T. At the time, prison seemed to okay, yeah, seemed to wet his sense of humor, and Alan became known for his ability to. Uh, Wrench out a wrench laughs from the toughest uh, guards and prisoners alike. Stand up success. Uh, I think he's doing stand up again. Is he? Like, yeah. I've always found him funny. Yeah, I think funny he's guy. funny. I don't know. I've, I haven't really seen too much of his stand up though. After his parole in 1981, Allen returned to Detroit, working at an ad agency. By day, he became a regular at the Comedy Castle in the evenings. It was there that he started honing his hyper-masculine persona. He also discovered his trademark call, uh, three ape-like staccato, staccato, staccato grunts. Sure. Uh Uh Oh, oh, oh. That's what it is. That's what it is. (laughs) I remember doing that as a kid. Um. He also discovered his trademark. Oh yeah, I just said that. As his stand-up career uh, gained momentum, he successfully ventured into the world of commercial acting, uh, including appearances in several ads for Mister Goodwrench. Amid the um, bur- bur- burgeoning acting career, bur- burgeoning? burgeoning. God damn! Why are there so many stupid words in this? <laughs> Alan became a father. 
His daughter, Catherine, was born in 1989. By 1990, Allen's Men Are Pigs routine, which focused on the male love for hardware, was made into a Showtime television special. The segment caught the attention of Disney Studios chairman Jeffrey Katzenberg and Walt Disney CEO Michael Eisner, who offered Allen lead roles in upcoming small-screen adaptations of Turner and Hooch and the Dead Poets Society. Allen turned down the roles and tenaciously fought for his material. Imagine him being t- Turner and Hooch instead of Tom Hanks. No, these were small-screen. Oh. Small. So they, they would have been like um, uh, TV sitcoms mm. based on or Turner and Hooch, but ba- it would have been a sitcom. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. 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 They would have made like a... He's probably like... Mm, yeah, he know. wanted his own material. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. piggyback off of another person's material. Yeah, he didn't want to yeah, piggyback. He wanted his own material to be self, yeah. you know, center stage. Uh, home Improvement star, Alan eventually persuaded the studio to use his routine as the basis for his new sitcom, Home Improvement. The show was to feature the comedian Tim Allen or Tim Taylor, uh, family man and star of a program called two T- Tool Time. Two Time. <laughs> Shortly before the show's 1991 debut, Allen made headlines when uh, he revealed that he had served time in prison. His controversial admittance did not manage to affect the popularity of Home Improvement, which made the Nielsen. Nielsen top 10 list for during its first season. By 1992, Allen had earned his first People's Choice Award for favorite male television performer. Can you imagine that, man? Like, there's not a lot of people in Hollywood that could say they've done, like, real right. j- real jail time, especially before, their, before they got big. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, drug charges. Mm-hmm. Like, he did his time. He did two years in prison and still managed to get out and make a fucking massive acting and comedic, like, comedy Like, you career. think it's like, what, Robbie Downer Down, yeah, Down think... Jr. I mean, What's that? Robert Downer Jr. He yeah, but that was during his Yeah, that was, he was already famous. He was already famous, though. And then, you know, went down a bad path. Yeah, and he wasn't he dealing was drugs. He was just doing drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's just weird because, like... And especially for him to come out and admit that he had done prison time and things like that. And then for people to still be like, well, you know, it's whatever, you know. Yeah, like really he could like have lost everything. Out. Yeah, easily. But he took that chance just to be honest. And they were still like, no, we still love you. Yeah. Back then. Nowadays, <laughs> on the other you hand. You did prison time? Okay. Yeah. So Back then is probably wasn't that bad. But nowadays, I think you'd get fucking canceled. So. Well, yeah. yeah. Everybody gets canceled for the littlest yeah. things nowadays. Um. A okay, so earned his People Choice Award for favorite male television performer, a uh, distinction he held for eight consecutive years. By the time the 1993 season made it to the air, Allen had an Emmy nom- nomination under his belt, and Home Improvement was a steadfast ratings darling. I agree. I watched the fuck out of it as a kid. Um, Santa Claus and Toy Story. Uh, the year 1984 was an uh, important one for Alan. In the same week, Alan had the number one book, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a fucking name for a book. No shit. <laughs> Must be a shower reference to his prison time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. Makes I jokes actually, I bet to it the actually is, yeah. Uh, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> 
the number one television <laughs> show so. and number one <laughs> box office hit, The Santa Claus, cementing his place in the celebrity ferment, uh, firmament. Over the next few years, uh, his accomplishments seemed to snowball. Uh, <laughs> get <it> snowball because <laughs> cocaine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alan was highly <laughs> praised for his voice performance as Buzz Lightyear, alongside Tom Hanks, huh? Mrs. Nesbitt. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sheriff like Woody part in, in Pixar Smash Success Toy Story in 1995. Oh, I need to watch that movie again. It's been a while. And the same year, uh, he was honored with a Golden Globe Award for his work on Home Improvement. In 1996, he earned even more commercial success with the book I'm Not Here. Uh, Alan faced another bump in the road in 1997 He when he was brought up on, on drunk drunk driving charges. Uh, the arrest led to a stint in rehab the following year and Alan's subsequent uh, commitment to sobriety. Yeah, you'd think, especially after his dad was killed by a fucking drunk driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, People are weird. But he continued to face success in 1998 when Home Improvement had another successful run. Its star earning uh, an estimated $1.25 million per episode. By 1999, however, the show had run its course and the cast bid a tearful, tearful farewell. Galaxy Quest, Wild Hogs, and sequels. Uh, although sadness, uh, sad, saddened by the loss of his regular sitcom gig, Alan, wa- uh, Alan was working nonstop. In 1999, he reprised his role of Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story 2 and earned the... Distinctive title of Disney legend. He also starred in that year's sci-fi comedy, Galaxy Quest, which became a cult hit. But while his career soared, his personal life suffered. Laura filed for divorce later that year. Galaxy Quest was pretty good. It's pretty funny. Uh, Alan remained a frequent uh, presence on the big screen and even reclaimed some romantic uh, Harmony in 2006, shortly before the debut of his third addition uh, to the Santa Claus franchise, he wed long-term girlfriend Jane Haddock. Haddock. He's got a lot of long-term girlfriends. Yeah, sure. Um, no? The following year, Alan starred alongside John Travolta, Ray Liotta, Martin Lawrence, and William H. Macy, and Wild Hogs, which wasn't a good movie. Uh, after appearing in the Dave, it had uh, its moments, but yeah, it was really overall it wasn't. It was kind of cheesy. It was really yeah, cheesy. Yeah, cracked me up with Doctor Cox playing the gay cop. <laughs> uh, okay. After appearing in the David Ham- uh, Mamet helmed Red Belt in 2008, and in the Six Wives of Henry LeFay the following year, I've never even heard of these movies. Alan made his return, uh, his feature film directing debut with the comedy Crazy on the Outside in 2010. That year, he also returned to a familiar voice role uh, in Toy Story 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alan's film participation diminished by the second decade of the 21st century. Though he suffered a or in similar, similar, goddamn, in smaller features like three geezers. I've never even heard of that either. Neither have I. Uh, 
and El Camino Christmas in 2017. In 2019, he was back for one final run as Buzz Lightyear in 2000 or in Toy Story 4. I guarantee it won't be the last time. I'm sure they're going to make more. Yeah, I think they're gonna, they were talking about making a fifth one. Uh, last main standing. Beginning in 2011, Alan uh, rediscovered his sitcom success uh, on ABC with Last Man Standing. Drawing from elements of Alan's early career, the show features the funny man as Mike Baxter, director of marketing for an outdoor sporting goods store chain uh, based in Colorado. Despite its strong ratings, ABC announced in May 2017 that it would not renew the sitcom for the seventh season. Fox later swooped in and received or revived the last man standing for the fall of 2018 season. That's it. And the reason why they canceled that shit is because they too didn't like what he had to say. It was too conservative because there was one thing where he went on a rant about, uh, I can't remember what it was. Cancel culture. Canceled that shit. It was something much. about cancel culture. It was him and his middle daughter in his office talking about cancel culture and this and that. And people got fucking butthurt about it. And so they canceled the fucking show. And that's why Fox picked it up because Fox is a mostly conservative, yeah, you know, network. So there you go. But in yeah, my opinion, it's a great show. Um, synopsis. I mean, he didn't hold it back. Right. Right. Like, I just I don't I like think something. That, don't watch it. Yeah, I think that in this case, I think that Tim Allen, he's a conservative actor, but obviously Disney's still giving him work, and he still he still does that Santa Claus. He does the show on Disney now. Um, oh, hold on. Okay. Is that show doing good? Like, but if they could they go back and if they could go back in time and recast, they would. You think so? I bet they, they might. I don't know. Knowing uh, what they know now, they wouldn't have had Tim Allen do it. Maybe, yeah, probably. But they're—I mean—but they have two seasons of. They just released another a second season of that Santa Claus show. It's just because it's too late. They can't cast somebody else to do it. I think, and that they know it's that just, it's just a money grab. I mean, it, either way, it doesn't matter. Like conservative or not, I always liked his point of views as a father. And I'm not as, disagreeing. I'm, no. you know, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm yeah. just saying that you know, Disney, especially in Last Man Standing, like. He really puts his opinions out if there. If Disney could recast it, they would. That's oh, all I'm they saying. They probably would. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, favorite out. Te- we'll go show Ooh. and movies for this because he doesn't have a lot. Home Improvement because that's the only one I watched um, consistently in uh, Galaxy Quest. Say, I was going to say between Galaxy Quest and Home Improvement. Um, shit. I'm going to have to go with Home Improvement. Main thing I've always really been into with it, man. I really like Home Improvement. I like that show, but I'm gonna go with Last Man Standing. I really like that show. I didn't watch it consistently. And I haven't gotten the chance to really sit right. down and watch it yet. I really like that show. He does great in that show, and I think that the actresses and everything in that show are great. But also, like that's sitcom wise, but like movie wise, I'm gonna say like probably Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's, that's just a funny ass movie. I love that. That movie. and you get to see like Sigourney Weaver's cleavage, which is nice. She's pretty hot in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. some reason. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. She, oh, well, she keeps repeating the computer and like, yeah. you have to do that. And she's like, it's my one job. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's a really good movie. And it's, I love it's that a movie. stat cast. Yeah, I love it. Very that stat movie. cast. Yeah, me and Karen were if talking. If I grab Thar's hammer, I will avenge you. Yeah, <laughs> me and Karen were talking about, you know, Severus Nate. It's, it's uh, Alan Richman. Yeah, Alan yeah. Richman. Rickman. His, yeah, Rickman. Alan Rickman's yeah. it. Uh, 
he he doesn't never really enjoyed doing sci-fi movies, but he was willing. He wanted to do Galaxy Quest. Yeah, he said he really enjoyed doing that movie. So. Yeah, like and Hitchhiker's Story. Guide. Yeah, Toy and Story. Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide makes sense. Like, yeah, you haven't seen a lot of Tim Allen stuff. I've seen Home Improvement and Last Man Standing. I just really like Toy Story. I liked him in the Santa Claus though too. He's a really he's really good, especially the first one. Like they kind of like. Like, the second one ain't bad, but, like, after that, it's just like, all right, this is fucking retarded. Like, the third one was dumb as fuck. Wasn't it about the Jack Frost, man? Yeah. It was dumb. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand, like, these cancel culture aspects on canceling actors and stuff just because they're political views. I mean... They because do, they offend they, people. Well, they get, you know... Well, that'd be just, just like me me or you yeah, fi- hiring or firing somebody because of their political it. views. That's my camera. I mean, if you if you, they did the same thing with like labor, you know, factory works and like that, there'd be nobody working. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. That I don't get it because they do because a good Hollywood job and do. everybody has a certain agenda that need to make people think a certain way, and it's that just say, if they do a good job of what it. they're doing, leave them be. I mean, right. now, now well, this they, is why you don't get the quality up. movies that you used to get back in the day. Well, back yeah. in the day, people had that very live and let live attitude. Now everybody's got to be up in everybody's business. Yeah. I mean, if somebody was like a raper, for everybody. if somebody was a raper or a murderer or something like that, yeah, then yeah, fuck them, cancel them, get get them the fuck out of yeah, here. Right. But just because they're political views, grow up. Yeah. It is what it is, man. There ain't nothing we can fucking do about it unless they listen to our podcast. I doubt it, though. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's see here. What's everybody been watching? What the hell have you been watching? What's everybody watch this week? Let's start with Eric. Okay, so <laughs> let me get into this. Let him try and read first. I got it. Uh, have you guys watched that um, Brotherhood of the Wolf? <laughs> what? It's Brotherhood? a French movie, nah. but it's in English. Nah. It's... I would not recommend it. It's oh. a very long, like, renaissance movie. Like, they have to go try to hunt down this beast. It's supposed to be, like, a werewolf. But it's like a werewolf. But it's like a lion with, like, armor and shit all over it. I think it's, I've heard of it. It's very long. Isn't and um, I couldn't really get into it. <laughs> um, so I tried watching that movie. Uh, then I watched Please Expendables please. 4. Hmm? Watched Expendables 4. I heard that was bad. It was definitely not as good as the other ones. I guess they thought just by making it R and like throwing in all this violence. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone's on and only in it for a certain amount of time. That's what I heard. He was kind of it was supposed to be like his way of like handing the reins off to yeah, Jason it's kind Statham of, and that. kind of what it was what it was about. Which makes no fucking sense to me. Just it's done. Be done. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're kind of Bearing it in the ground. Like, the beginning of the Expendables was basically for, like, a charitable organization. You know, but that's... Well, then it was also to, like, put all your favorite 80s action heroes in one movie and... Make it over the top. We all knew it was going to be an over-the-top It's not supposed to be plot-heavy or anything, like, so... It was just supposed to be fun and enjoyable. Which I think Sylvester Stallone's getting pretty close to being done in general with... Everything. Yeah, I think he's at that. That's kind of probably why he wasn't in Expendables for well, very much. I think. Yeah. Well, that and he also they asked him if he was gonna he would ever come back to do another Rambo, and he's like, I can't see myself doing it. He's like, reboot it, do a prequel, whatever you want to do. He goes, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, imagine how much it takes out of out of him to oh, do he's that old, stuff. Man. Yeah, I didn't like the last Rambo anyway. Like it was okay, but like the ending was just like, why? 
why isn't he dead? <laughs> you know, like just like he should did, go he, out. Did, you know, I like the other home of the movie. alone with Macaulay Culkin at, at his age, and you know, yeah. saying like, "Oh, we left Kevin home alone." He, yeah, he's like forty. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, I you know what the, I'm saying? Like, hey, what's so what's so actiony about yeah, having like 40, an eighty year old play? Okay. Wasn't the Rambo, ending? You know, right. wasn't the ending of the last one where he's like walking back to his home home house? His no, that house. was that was uh, Rambo uh, four. Yeah, four. Why didn't they just end it with that? You know, he just. I made thought it that home was and great left, too, and yeah, then they did Rambo Five, and I'm like, why? Oh yeah, because they did did it where like came back and to his farmhouse. Yeah, and, they came yeah. to his farm or whatever and attacked him there. Yeah, they should have just stopped. Know, right. It was like the Mexican cartel or some yeah. shit. I've seen the first one. Uh, don't get me wrong; uh, like the first good. one, the second one are good. The third one was kind of like dumb. The first one. The first one was amazing. And then Rambo 4 was really good. It was good. Like, it was violent. It was I've, fun. I've read what the other ones are about, and I think I'm just going to stop at the first one because I really, really like the first one. I think you like the fourth one. I think that, like, what the second one was yeah, about. Yeah, the fourth one was like, like it came back, oh, you know, it took around. a full circle. And yeah, the fifth one was just kind of garbage. That's how they should end it. Just, he got home, and he was done. Yeah. Um, then I watched Trolls 3 for probably the hundredth time each day because of my daughter. Oh, she likes it a lot. Oh, it's on repeat. <laughs> oh, That's boy. Great. I'm oh, sorry. So, yeah. Um, then I watched, just because the hell of it, I watched X-Men Apocalypse. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you just all about watching some shitty movies, dude. Hey, some were, I mean... No, I can't say there were any of these. No, were none of them no. were good. All your movies sucked ass. And that troll, and then, I like that Trolls movie. Come on, man. Yeah, it's, maybe a, it's once. okay for like like the first once or twice you've watched it through, yeah. but when it's like on repeat, you're like, yeah. you're you're drooling from the mouth because your brain is just melting at that point. I used to watch the first Trolls movie all the time, so I can't say nothing. Well, I mean, yeah, I remember my niece Mia used to be obsessed with little, like Finding Nemo every day, all the time. Finding Nemo, I'm like, oh my god, and this is you know this has been twenty some years ago. And I'm just like, dude, we gotta, we can't, do we have to, you know? I mean, so it's at the point where I'm watching things on my I phone watched Ghostbusters while she's watching that. At least that one was cool. I liked Finding Nemo, but she like beat it into the ground. Like, yeah. I didn't like that movie when we was a kid. I didn't like She loved it. it. She was obsessed with that fucking movie. And then I, I watched. Finding, sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Then I watched Home Alone 2. That's oh, well, there's one good one. At least one. You got to I watch off that. with a good note. That's, that's why I said I ended with a good note. All right, well, uh, Karen, what'd you watch? But yeah, if you see that Brotherhood of the Wolf, I mean, it's... I probably won't watch it, it I'll be honest. You start watching, and you're like, okay, it's going to be kind of interesting. You're just sitting there, and you just it's, it just gets a lot boring, because there's just so much fucking talking. So, yeah. <laughs> He's like, so I much. was not impressed. They talk too damn much. They talk too fucking much. It's, it's based on like the revolutionary renaissance kind of time. Not renaissance, yeah. but revolutionary time. No, we continued watching Family Guy. Uh, we watched Beverly Hills Cop 3. Silent Night. The Meg 1 and 2. I finally got around to that. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the second one? I liked the first one better. Really? I thought the over-the-top shit at the end of the second one was great. It didn't fit. It felt like I know, that's it why felt I liked it. no. It felt like three different movies going on at once. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd forget. Like I would forget that I was watching a movie about a shark because they would go to this other 
part because they weren't happening Maybe on the two. same screen. You know what I mean? Like if it was happening together, that would have been fun. But instead, you've got the shark stuff happening over here, and then Jurassic Park over here, <laughs> and you'd forget about each of them happening. So, like this guy's fighting the the you know fucking Jurassic Park over here, and then he'd go back to the shark. And you're like, oh yeah, we are watching a shark movie. <laughs> and it, it, I I didn't. I care told for you, it. told yeah. you about the dinosaurs, and it just made. Oh I didn't God. care for it. And the other thing that really really bothered me, this bothered me probably more than the several movies happening at once. He already had well-established established friends from the first one. The Indian guy especially, right? Yeah. But no, they tried to shoehorn his best friend being the new Asian guy, which was his girlfriend's brother from the first one, which we never met before. But all of a sudden, they're best friends. Oh, yeah. Like, why do you have to shoehorn a new friendship into this second one where they're like... Over, I think you're overthinking the movie too much. It just bugged me. Like he's already got a great friend. Yeah. Just make him his best friend. Just just right. just throw the the Asian guy can be the, the, the Indian guy role here. Like just why do you gotta shoehorn a friendship in there that doesn't I, matter? I didn't even think about it. I didn't care, honestly. It I bothered was, the shit out of me. I was down for me. seeing some Megs and some like, it, dinosaur it just, things. It seems so fake. And then a octopus or whatever. It just seemed fake. Mm-hmm. It seemed shoehorned and fake. Yeah. To me. It was like why why is that really? It is a Jason Statham movie. Just seems stupid he and fake. Sharks. Just seemed fake. Seems stupid. <laughs> Organic sharks. On top of everything houses. else, it was like, why? Just why? I guess bug the shit out of me. Bug me more than all the other stuff because I would expect the other stuff, but at least in the first one, the relationship seemed genuine. You know, the relationships between the humans were genuine, and it was nice. Like the the way that they interacted was cool. Like, I liked that. And then, in the second one, it was like, the only genuine relationship you had was him and the little girl. And just like... Yeah, she definitely thought way over, overthought it. I hated it. I, I hated was just it. there for a good, like, action romp. That's I hated it. Me. I told I you. It. Told you you wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Um, then I watched The Foot Fist Way, which is, um, what's his name from... Um, um, Danny McBride. It was a Danny McBride movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't care for it. I I think I've heard of it, and I don't really care to see it, so, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be good. It wasn't. A movie called December. It was a bunch of different movies in it, and it was all right. It, some of them were okay, but most of them weren't. I wouldn't recommend it. Home Alone 2. That was Jack's pick. And then Scrooge in A Christmas Story, because I always have to watch those. That's it. Okay. Uh, what did you think of Silent Night, by the way? I, um... No? Okay. Madison? Uh, okay, so I watched Fellowship of the Rings again, I'm not gonna lie. And then we... <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> and then we watched Home Alone... The first one. I watched it with the boys on my computer, and then I watched The Hobbit while I built the Fast and Furious Lego thing. And then I watched Frosty the Snowman, like the 25-minute one. We watched that with the boys. And then we watched Alvin and the Chipmunk with the boys. Chipmunks, the first one, because that's technically a Christmas movie, the first half of it. And then we watched Elf. Okay. Watch that with Ada because Ada wanted to watch it. 
Didn't get around to Elf. Meant to. Never got around to. Uh, I watched a bunch. I actually watched some shit this week, too. I actually had to write it all down so I could remember. That's what I just had to do. I had to write it down. All right, here. Let's see here. I watched, uh, we watched the Santa Claus last night, um, which, huh? I said that, too. Yeah, you watched it with us. Um, I watched Silent Night, which you're right. I didn't really. It was boring. It was kind of boring. It was boring for a lot of the movie. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you told me not to watch it. it I mean, I didn't, I didn't tell I you not to. I just said it. I wouldn't like, recommend everybody kept saying not it watching was, it. It was John Wick for Christmas. It wasn't. It wasn't, though. It really wasn't. Like It was It was just this really, really sad. It was very sad, especially at the beginning. And then like they well, tried to like, take okay, some artistic. Here's royal, where like, I really got confused. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. They needed. If, there was no talking in this entire movie. Yeah, very little to none. But like, if you're if you're in that same situation as him and his wife, okay, and he's in the hospital for that fucking long and almost died, right? Would you not go home and take down all of that shit and put it away so that he, he doesn't have to relive the worst fucking day of his yeah, life she when did, he she fucking do, comes she didn't home? Do anything to the house or anything. no? And then she gets upset with him. Yeah, well, and then another thing that really bothered me was like. So she wouldn't go out of her way. Like, he's not deaf. You can talk no, to him. No, yeah. She doesn't talk to him, though. She just texts him. He'll be in the next room, and she texts him. Yeah. And I'm like, Like, he can text back, him? sure, but, like, why can't you just talk to him? Yeah. And But she like, gets... Give him a pad and paper. But write she it gets upset with him because he comes home and he's upset. Bitch, you didn't take down any of the fucking decorations and yeah. make it, like, easy for it him was, to come home. It was home. a really weird I thing. Didn't, I didn't care for it overall. Overall, like whenever the action finally kicked in, even that was kind of like bumbling a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like good. The only thing I will action. say I liked about it was a little bit of that bumbling, just because, because it showed, it's realistic. Yes, yeah. it's realistic. It was a normal guy who just said, "Fuck this, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to take care yeah. of business." That I liked to an extent. I don't think that they did it right, but I get that it's supposed to be realistic. Yeah. But overall, no. Didn't care for it. Yeah, I think... And, and Joel Kinnaman, or whatever his name is, he's a great actor, man. Yes. He does great. He's he a good brought, he, he was the best part of it. Well, he the brought, sad part is, is like, he gets stuck in a lot of these shitty roles where mm-hmm. he just gets the shaft, man. Yeah. And I felt bad for him because I'm like, dude, this dude is a quality actor. And for a John Woo movie, like I, I was expecting no a lot shit. more. No like, shit. No shit. Like even like some of the... He's like, usually really good with, with yeah, action, Yeah, some of the especially. stuff that like was going on in the movie, I'm thinking like... I feel like this could have been filmed so much better, you know? And yeah. I'm just... I kept thinking that, like, when they go back, because, you know, they're always going to go back and show you what happened. I kept thinking when they went back and showed what happened, it would explain the wife's actions, like, why she didn't take anything down or, like, why, you know what I mean? And, like, when they went back, I'm like, no, I still don't get it. Why did she make him relive all of that? Like, why did he have to come home and see all of that? I feel like this was kind of a slap together script and things like that. But like, because fuck uh, him, that's why. I know I Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's character, like, they fuck made you him in particular. They made him almost seem useless. Yeah, no shit. Like the cop, he was almost useless. Yeah, and I feel bad because like Kid, I love Kid Cudi. I love yeah, like movies. he showed up just long enough to get shot. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he killed the one girl or whatever, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Like. That's about it. Yeah, it was. It was not a good it's movie. Just, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, it's not one. It, it was like it, it started again. to be a good movie, and then they would go, "No, we're not going to make it a good movie," and they would veer off. It and then they would like, start. It took like forty-five minutes to an hour for anything to actually happen. Because yeah, it shows like the depression and like, yeah. his 
his like uh, mental state and then like his training stuff and yeah. all this and that. I'm like, you guys are really dragging this yeah. out. Yeah. And then it was like when you would think it would start to go in the right direction, they'd veer off again. And yeah. then they'd start in the right direction, they'd veer off. Yeah. It seemed like, oh, this is where the action's going to start. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think, oh, they're they're going to finally get it. It's, and not, then a, some, it's not a right It's like move. they were in a boardroom and like the person would be like, okay, this is the right direction. Yeah. And there's always that one guy, no, we're not going to go in the right direction. But when shit does go down, it is fun to watch. It is. So, like, so for like the last 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. They're trying to go yeah. through like the map, right? The, you got the person that's on the map and it's like, you go this way, right? And the person's like. No, we're going to take a shortcut, but we're going to get more lost going that way. <laughs> I think that I think that the, I wouldn't. It's not a heavy recommend for me. If you want to check it girl. out, check it out. But like, yeah, girl from descent that throws away the the, the, the book. book. Yeah, she's the Ju- It's the Juno of movies. Yeah. Uh, also watched. Um, we watched John Wick at my mom's while we had Christmas dinner because. Why not? That's a very Christmas. Well, Jackson's movie. like, I want to watch John Wick. I want to watch John Wick. I was like, Well, Grandma has John Wick because we have John Wick. But I was yeah. like. They want to watch. I was like, well, we got to go over to Grandma's. I was like, well, do they have John Wick? Like, they do have John Wick. So watch it over there. <laughs> so we watched John Wick. Which I watched that movie and I'm like, this movie is so great. It is like one of the best action movies of all time. I got to say, like, I love John Wick, man. That movie is so fucking good. Um, watch more of The Haunting of Hill House. I'm, I've got like three or four episodes left, I think. So we're getting into it, and I will say I do like the characters in this show more. I like the development of them more than I did with Fallout House of Usher. Mm-hmm. So because I started, you out see with, a family there. Yeah, a family. yeah. I saw, I saw a lot of like, yeah, a lot of problems here. So the lesbian girl, I didn't like her at first, and then I liked her because she put the pet her ass behind jail behind bars. But now I'm on the. I just got through an episode where I'm like, I don't like you anymore. You're a bitch. You, you go. You, did you go through good. these ups and downs yeah, with the yeah. characters and stuff. A lot yeah. of them, yeah. The <laughs> only one that's consi- that I've consistently liked is the dad. So far, anyway, I don't know. If something might come up about him. The mom and uh, and the the drug addict. Even the drug addict brother was like, you're like he could be a shitty, but he's. He's just an addict. Like he's doing what addicts do. And I remember, he's, he's not, but he tries to help. The I remember liking the dad, and of course the young sister that dies. Yeah, I remember liking the dad. I remember liking the young sister. Those are the only two I remember, though, liking consistently throughout the whole series. I remember liking the author, but only from the perspective that, yeah, like he's kind of shitty, but he's okay. He doesn't bother me that much. He's really. not doing anything necessarily that's causing harm no exactly you no know, he's just yeah she her sister his sister calls it blood money and this is like why is it blood money exactly. because your mom lost her shit and died or whatever yeah like i didn't i mean understand. i haven't gotten into her yet so yeah i didn't really understand i guess why they called it blood money either like because i looked at it from the perspective yeah, because that, that lady is a fucking crybaby she's always bitching and yeah moaning and... well and i always felt like he did it from the perspective of kind of a therapeutic way that he was also like Willing to share the money with all of his exactly. family. He's like, I'll give you all, yeah, like percentages, yeah. like of all the royalties and everything. At first, he did it as a therapeutic way, and then he was like, "Why not make money from it?" I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to say it was exactly clean what he did, but it's not exactly wrong either. Right. I guess. Yeah, yeah I he took some liberties with it. And that, yeah, but, 
Oh, yeah. you made money off of you guys' trauma. Make some money off of yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't hate the author guy, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I didn't hate him either. I didn't really think that he was as awful as they tried to say he was, I guess. Right. But. Uh, also, I watched um, Thanksgiving. Did you watch? I haven't watched that you one yet. Watched it? Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I've heard wonderful things. I really liked yeah. it. It was really good, actually. I was surprised. I didn't think I, I didn't think it was going to be that good. And at first, like after I watched it, I was like, yeah, it was okay. But the more I've thought about it, I'm like, man, that movie. Was... I have heard wonderful things. I can't wait yeah. to watch it. So it's got it's. I, I guess the killer. At you watched it with me, didn't you? No. No, Ada watched it with me. Yeah. And I guess the killer. I think ten minutes into the movie. But it was also kind of like I was going off of what I know from horror movies and and seeing past movies and things like that. So it was like one of those things where I was like, I think that's that's the killer. And I was right at the end. So because it could have been anybody because you're like all these people are set up to be like, it could be. Yeah, that's that's a good slasher movie when they try to set up a million people. And yeah, it was good. It was quality. Uh, You could tell. um, uh Shit, what's his name? The director. Uh, fuck, I know his name. Um, I'll be honest. I don't think I know who directed that one. Yeah, well, you know him. Uh, it's uh, Eli Roth. Oh, duh, yeah. So he, Ooh, I don't technically usually like his movies. Yeah, a lot of people don't because he's not a good director. No, he's not. But this movie is good. Okay, good. So, like, everybody said, they're like, wow, this is surprising from Eli Roth. Yeah, because I usually do not like himself. Eli Roth's movies. You can movies. tell he definitely holds back. I like him as an actor. Of, like, he's yeah, a good actor. Yeah. So like, I usually he, don't he like definitely holds back in like um, the gore, especially like it is gory in some areas, which is surprising because usually that's the only good thing about his movies. Well, in this, like it's gory when it's go- needs to be gory instead of going over the top with it, like he yeah. likes to do. Yeah, he usually does. So it, it's really good though. I'll, I'll give it a lot of credit, and this is definitely a good Thanksgiving horror movie. Okay, it's definitely something I'll watch next year for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, and then last but not least, going full circle with that writer, dude, I watched Rebel Moon on Netflix. Okay. Have you watched it yet? Uh-uh. Not yet. Dude, I I don't care what anybody says, the critics or anybody, that movie was fucking badass. Okay. It was directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend I don't care what anybody says. They're like, they're like being pretty harsh on the movie. Like, they're like, oh, there's no character development. Well, yeah, it's a fucking, it's, it's a two-part movie, so... Um, this one's like two hours and like 15 minutes long. And the second one is called, this one's called, uh, a child of fire. And the next one's called, uh, uh, I don't remember what the next one's called actually caregiver or something like that. I don't remember either way, but like the, it's a really good fucking movie. Like, especially if you're into Zack Snyder's like style of directing his slow, like, just cinematic, like great shots and like all the, like it just, it's a fantastic looking movie. It's fun. Um, the characters are fun. Um, the lead character, the girl, she fucks people up in this movie. She like, it's just a fun movie. It's just a real, and he's also, so he's doing this movie and the next one comes out in April. I believe they said, I think Jeremiah really wants to see that. Yeah. So the first one's on net, it's on Netflix, but like, and then I guess two months after the next one comes out, they're releasing the director's cut, which because this movie's rated PG thirteen, so uh, so I believe that the director's cut will probably be more a little bit longer with more development and also probably more violent mm-hmm. because Zack Snyder tends to do that with he'll do that with his movies is he'll release a 
movie. And they're like director's cuts are the only like for Zack Snyder are like director's cut movies for him are the only ones that people care about. Like, so he's going to do a director's cut. That's going to release a couple months after the next movie Four comes and out. Hours long. And then a couple mo- uh, months later, he's going to do the other director's cut. So I'm really looking forward to it. I, I really liked the first one. I don't give a shit what the critics or anybody says. I thought it was a fun movie and I loved it. So I usually don't care what critics say. Yeah. Like it's just one of them things where I think, uh, they're they're painting it for a lot of reasons because this is a this movie is is based off of a rejected Star Wars pitch that he had at Disney. Oh. He went to Disney and was our or no he went to Lucas Films or something like that and was like hey I want to do an R rated Star Wars film and they're like now nah, I get that shit out of here. So he took that script that he had wrote originally for that and kind of revamped it and stuff and then did and came out with Rebel Moon and you can tell there's a lot of things in it. Like the 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 girl and stuff like that that's supposed to be kind of like the Luke Skywalker and and this and that and um, you can see a lot of that. He's. Do you like, think they ripped some of it for what they've done with Star Wars? What do you mean? Did they take like that Ray character? You think that they might have ripped some of it because like a lot of that stuff came out after he took that. I mean, script. it's a possibility because. Yeah, I just thought of that. Know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just curious. I don't know. It could be. You would know better than me. I don't there know. There are enough, some similarities but... there, but like I think he probably changed the script so much that it would be unrecognizable to if it was Star if it Wars. was a yeah. yeah. So I think that, but I don't know. I don't know a lot about like the whole origin story behind. If you knew movie. what the original script was, you'd be right, able to tell exactly. Yeah. So. Um, but I love all the characters in it so far. Like that dude who plays the writer in Haunting Hill House, mm-hmm. he's in it. I and, love that guy. And he's I love he, he does a really good job. Like at first you're like, this guy's kind of a douche. But then you're like, but he's not a douche. Like yeah. he, he's like a very sympathetic guy. There's a reason he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Well, he's not like a bad guy. He's a good guy. So he's pretty awesome. And it's got, it's a stat cast too. It's got like Charlie Hunnam in it and shit. And it's a good though. I, I, I. Like I know, I know Eric will like it. Eric will definitely like it. So I'll have to check it out. It's it's a good movie. I need something to watch. It's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, for the action Eric, and like the cinematic. Eric will stuff. come next week drooling if he doesn't get a good movie in here sooner or later. Watch a lot of shitty movies. <laughs> I, I need it. I need something good. Just need a fix, man. Y'all got a good movie. Got a good movie. Uh, <laughs> all right uh let's move on here now that we're an hour in jesus yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, see what happens when we don't have work <laughs> <laughs> take your time you're gonna have a three-hour fucking podcast today. <laughs> hope you guys didn't have anything to do either yeah. <laughs> uh all right um let's go ahead and get into our movie let's talk about the movie Oh, man. We just watched... So we watched The Descent this week. Um, We just watched it this morning, right before you guys got here. Did you? Yeah, we were going to watch it last night. night. Huh? I watched it last night. I was going to, but I was like, I just wasn't up for it. After Christmas, and we watched The Santa Claus, and Chris was like, are you watching that movie tonight? I was like, ah, I don't really want to. We watch it in the morning, I guess. So we watched it this morning. Nothing like waking up and watching drooling monsters all over the TV screen. Yeah. <laughs> drooling fucking super glue yeah it was gross 
Fucking anyway, um, pie pieces dropping out. Yeah. Uh, oh crap, where do we go from here? I always forget. Synopsis. Yeah, the plot synopsis. Karen, have at it. <laughs> After a tragic <laughs> event, six friends. You know, it used to be I would forget that I had a plot synopsis. Yeah, now I'm, I'm like, wait, do not we you're do for, the, not I, you're no, forgetting. I forgot that. Like, do we do the plot first, or do we do we do, we do the recommend first? I was like, I can't remember. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. We do the synopsis, then the recommend. <laughs> After a tragic accident, six friends reunite for a caving expedition. Their adventure soon goes horribly wrong when a collapse traps them deep underground, and they find themselves pursued by bloodthirsty creatures. As their friendships deteriorate, they find themselves in a desperate struggle to survive the creatures and each other. Mm-hmm. Rated R, one hour and 39 minutes. Um, Shauna McDonald plays Sarah. Natalie Mendoza as Juno. Alex Reed as Beth. Mayanna Burring as Sam. Saskia Mulder as Rebecca. And Nora Jane Newen as Holly. All right, uh, let's go around the table. Eric. So for me, um, did I like it? It's a good movie. It's not my cup of tea because it's just got too much of that, that claustrophobicness for me. So <laughs> so it's effective. It's effective. I thought he was going to say it wasn't his cup of tea because it wasn't a bad movie. No, it's like it's like the uh the the buried movie for me like it's a great movie i would recommend it to anyone i will never watch it again (laughs) yeah it's kind of for for me like i'm not gonna probably watch it again for me (laughs) but yes i will recommend it to other people okay it's just not my cup of tea right uh karen i'll watch and recommend it because this one is not as bad for me like right they can still move around but there is a couple of scenes where it's like, fucking yeah, cool. go. Like, like that part where she gets stuck. Yeah, that yeah. very first, like, when that they. Part that part was a little, like, even it makes me a little nervy. Like, Ew. Dude, that scene, that very first scene where, like, the cave-in happens. Like, the whole time, you can ask Jeremiah, I was like this. Like, fucking go. Get out of there. Yes. <laughs> like, Just I can't, bitch, move. I can't take that shit. Just, like, I'll take those creatures 1,000 times. I will fight yes. them to the death. Yeah. Those tight spaces, I, I cannot under, fucking I take it. I can't bonkers, fucking man. take yeah. it. Well, never I mean, they, them. for me, it's like when they first, you know, rappel down in that mouth cave, and yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, we gotta go down." I found the hole, and that that first hole is like, "No, no, I'm going back up." Yeah, they. She says, Mm-mm. "There's only one way out of here, and it's that way." And I'm like, "No, I see another one. Yeah. I can go up. back up the rope. <laughs> I can go right? back up. Down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll crawl. I will." I, I'm not, no, that is not the other, that's not the only way. I see another one, a big one. <laughs> and, like, she's seen, like, you know, human bloody fingerprints. Yeah. Like, she didn't say anything. That's, that's a nope right there. Whatever that's going on there is, that's a nope. Mm-mm. All right, she's Madison, like, would you watch and recommend? Yeah, yeah, I would. Me, personally, would not recommend going there, mm. but <laughs> I would recommend the movie. Uh, Wouldn't recommend it as a vacation spot. Anytime somebody says, hey, (laughs) hey, let's go cave diving. No, you you be my guest. I'll stay right here and I'll wait for you. I like how they call it spelunking as if they're going to give it a fun name and I'll be all down for it. (laughs) Spelunking. Fuck you. That sounds fun. Let's do that. And then you find out what it's called and what it really is and you're like, no, I brought, not, a, I brought a swimming so suit. Yeah, yeah. I brought a swimming suit. I thought that's what this was. It sounded fun. Like like we're going to go like diving in the ocean or something. Yeah, like looking uh, at the coral reef. For me, this is a heavy, heavy recommend for me. Like this is one of the best horror movies. Agreed. 
in the past 25 years. To me, if probably. it can make your skin crawl, that's a yeah. good horror movie. This movie is, like, whenever I watched it back in, like, 06 or whatever, this movie definitely, definitely threw me for a loop because I was like, wow, an, actually, an actual original idea, an original horror movie. And, and, then, it, and it ends so dark. It does, too. Well, it depends on which version of it Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Because so, there is a sequel. Well, yeah, there for the is? theatrical version, there is a sequel, yeah. Yeah, we'll um, get into we'll that. We'll get into that. Uh, so, but like, this movie definitely had some a lot of original ideas. So those monsters, like that, those types of monsters, looks like a skin spawn wall. from like you see them in like other. I, I, I have a theory about that. Actually. Me, yeah. They 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 uh, spawned a lot of other monsters that look similar to them. Mm-hmm. So like, if you've ever seen Pandorum or Pan. Pandorium, I think it is. Or yeah, yeah. The one um, on the spaceship or whatever. Yeah, I think it's Pandorium. Pandorium. I yeah. have it. It's on, I have it upstairs. But those creatures on that look, look, a, look very a lot similar. Like I think the only difference really is they have like pointier ears. Pointier ears. And they have more teeth that show. Yeah. And, and they can see though, right? They can see. They, and they can, can see, smell. Yeah. yeah. And because they, they were actually originally human. They look a little more batty. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And so. Uh, they all were. I mean, even the ones in this. It definitely spawned they a different. More, like they had yeah. like pointier ears and like the. I don't know. Like they the, had a, like a system the face too, was a little like, bit yeah. more like. Protrusive. They had a hierarchy mm-hmm. and which stuff honestly like that. that movie was really good too. So if yeah, you I enjoyed that. that movie. I've watched um, that. But anyway, yeah, that's that sounds like a pretty heavy recommend from yeah, all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and get into. Um, that's why I would really mac- recommend Barry too, because it is a fantastic horror movie. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it though. That's yeah. why it's such a really good horror movie. It is a I very nerve wracking movie to it's, watch yeah. if you're not if you're. And I don't even know if it's really a horror movie. It might be a drama, but like I'm telling you that that movie wrecked my shit for like a month. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, uh, Madison is going to read our movie for us, and we are going to go from open. I don't think it's super long. Eh, no, it's not very long. It's okay, Dad. I know how to read. The, the last time it wasn't very long, they also left a lot of shit out. No so. shit. But this movie doesn't like have a lot of like large plot points. It's no, just, no. It's, just, it's a no. very cut and dry kind yeah. of movie. So. Juno, Sarah, and Beth are whitewater rafting in Scotland. Sarah's husband, Paul, and their daughter, Jessica, wave and cheer from the bank. On the drive back to their hotel... Paul is distracted, causing a collision. Paul and Jessica are killed, but Sarah survives. One year later, Juno, Sarah, Beth, Sam, and Rebecca are united at a cabin in the Appalachian Appalachian Mountains. Well, you don't see it, but you know, like right off the bat. Because she was right behind her dad. Yeah. What? He said that was like the worst part of the movie, knowing what happened to that little girl. Yeah, Madison didn't even catch it because she like she uh, she goes. Just seeing the blood. She, she saw her crying and stuff. She's like, wait, where's the daughter? I was like, she died. She goes, oh. <laughs> like, she didn't realize that she had died. You have to see that. Nah, it's just because of where the she pipe was. She was in. right where, well, like, that, you where see, that pipe was. Well, yeah, because I thought it, because the way it was, I thought it stopped after it went through the thing. I, I knew, I knew once I seen, like, the blood underneath the car where the blood was, it was towards the back. It was like. weird. I don't understand why there was blood under the car. I saw that too. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get that quite Maybe either. Just, but just trying to blue. show you, like, the, 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 <laughs> I think the it was death. just yeah, their way of showing you that the daughter got it too, I without having to show dumb. you. I, was like, I agree. I, I, but I don't. I don't see it as uh, as plenty of kids blood. Die it's not very realistic. So, How is it going to leak out of the body? As a parent, when you I, see a kid die, it's transmission fluid. Yeah, transmission fluid's kind of got that. Yeah, it's got the red tint to it. It's true. 
I call right. it a transmission fluid. Mm. Yeah, it leaked all the way back there. <laughs> I mean, they could. That must be where their transmission is. Yeah. <laughs> Are we united at a cabin in the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina, USA? Holly, Juno's friend, is introduced as they reminisce over an old photo of Juno, Sarah, and Beth. Sarah says, love each day, explaining that it was saying of her late husband. It was a saying of her late husband. The next morning, the group goes caving, which... Or when the group breaks for lunch in a huge gallery, Juno tearfully apologizes to Sarah for not being there for her after the accident. But Sarah is distant as the group moves through the next passage. It collapses behind them, with Sarah barely making it through. After a heated discussion, Juno admits that she has led them into an unknown cave system instead of the fully explored Mm -hmm. cave system Uh they planned for. She would have died right there. What? I'd have killed the bitch. Yeah. Why? When she said she didn't bring the book and that they weren't in the cave system that they had all agreed upon to go into. Would that book have helped any, though? No, the they book wouldn't have helped. Not, not, no, not, found out you were not in the When right they cave. found out that they weren't in the cave system that they thought they were in. Oh, yeah. They were in an unknown cave system. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? Why would you do that to me? You don't yeah. even know if there's an actual other exit to this place? Yeah. I'd have killed like, her. I I have a lot of arguments on Juno's behalf, so okay, keep, go. keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. I want to hear. I have some arguments. I want to hear. Her. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be a good show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we might have some arguments going team on. Team Juno here. versus Team Fuck Juno. <laughs> <laughs> the only people who were told about their expedition think they are at the other cave system, making rescue impossible. They are trapped with no way out. Privately, Juno tells Sarah that she led them into an unknown cave, hoping to restore their relationship, but Sarah rebuffs her. The group discovers a cave painting and climbing equipment from a previous visitor, suggesting a second exit exists. Wouldn't that like, but how do you know they got out? Well, that's they're not saying that they know that they got out. They just know that there they were weren't other the people there. Yeah, they weren't the first, which means that... To me, that would mean that that was a bad sign. Uh-huh. Especially because, if they well, found you know, their you see the You see the equipment, but you don't see the remnants of the person. So you don't yeah, know... But that doesn't mean anything. You know, she knows, and you know that that cave system's never been discovered. Just because you don't see the remains there doesn't mean well, a damn true. thing. That's true. I mean, if there's no indication that that has been discovered... That's telling you that those people didn't make it out. Right, because not they to can't mention the main yeah, girl seeing Sarah their equipment. Saw blood marks. Yeah, like, seeing their equipment there would just fill me with terror, not not make me feel better. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, no. I mean, nothing about this situation is good anyway. No, no I'm just saying no. any hope. I'm already scared shitless anyway. Well, sure, but I'm point. just saying any hope that you might have had. Like we're we're probably the worst people to ask what are, how we would be feeling in this situation. Yeah. Those girls have got like balls bigger than any man right, I've ever met. Yeah. But I'm just saying that like it, even still, even if I am those girls, and this is something I do on my weekends. I think after the after the cave like collapsed, and she said she didn't bring the book, and this is an undiscovered cave. That's where I'd start panicking. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, fuck. and even still, even like, if we you might think, die in here. even still, even if you think they we've got, we've got a, we've got a chance because this is something we do all the time. Right. Seeing that equipment and knowing that this is an undiscovered cave system, that's when I'm like, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. We're not the first. I don't think I could ever go exploring a like even a newly found cave because like you don't know what's in there. 
whether or not someone found something in there doesn't mean anything because what if they just didn't find what's in there? Like, See, the only thing there that really still be things in there. The thing that really bothers me, and you could probably argue this, but um, is whenever that cave collapses, you're telling me that the creatures haven't gone through that hole hundreds and hundreds of times, and it just now collapses on them. Now, the only argument that I can make for that 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 can be made for that point is that before that cave, before that hole. There was no remains, no nothing like that. So maybe the creatures knew that it was unstable and didn't go through it ever mm-hmm. because of that reason. That's the only thing that I could think, like the only argument that I would be able to make for it. You can make two arguments, actually. That one and the other one is just like, um, you know, your home or whatever. They know where to step, where to move. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So they, much, yeah. they could go through there, knowing where to move. Or but I feel know. like I feel like I if don't they think knew they that, go through that spot because yeah, like before you they get out of that whole the the cave systems before that, you don't really see any remnants. There's no yeah, there's no dead animals, any, nothing like that. Any of them being on that side. Yeah, of my guess is that they get through the cave. My guess is that they just never use it, and that would be my argument for it is that yeah. they never used it because they knew it was unsa- unstable. Yeah. And I will say it's it's got a very real sense of realism because if you look at the the rocks and stuff that are in there, um, it's like limestone and stuff, which is yeah. known to be very unstable rock in general. Like, and for them to be such <coughs> big spelunkers, like it kind of surprises me that they would have been like, "Oh yeah, this is a good passage." Yeah, but that's it. That's just the thing, though. Is I don't think they are spelunkers. Like, yeah, they do it, but. I think they're just thrill seekers. Mm-hmm. They are. So and I, guess I don't. I don't like think junkies. they're. I don't think they're anything special at anything except for the one girl who says she does base jumping. And fair enough. So like the other ones are just like, oh, we just like doing fun stuff. That's you fair. Know? Yeah. And I don't think that they're actually just spelunkers or. That's fair. Like, that's why. Yeah, I, they may not have a specialty. That's, that's in any the idea of them. that I got from them because at the beginning they were just doing uh, white rotter rafting yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. that just tells me ah oh, they're just thrill seekers. You that's know? yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's why I don't know why that's one thing that I'm like, why would you go into this cave? Yeah, why would you go into an unknown Not, yeah, cave you're, system? Yeah, you're an unexpected. Who gives a fuck if it's a tourist trap if this isn't something you're, yeah. you know. And another thing that tells me that, like, they're un- inexperienced at this, like, they were really struggling to, like, be able to keep themselves held up. That Those are basically, like, going Rock across the monkey bars. Yeah. I mean, like, you're holding yourself up. You can't, you're and struggling you to with put a, your other with your arm adrenaline up, like, where it is. Yeah. You know, like you that would be easier to do. I don't yeah. know. Juno keeps the ladder secret, allowing the group to remain hopeful. Holly falls down a hole and breaks her leg. Sam gets Holly Holly's... You dead bitch, see ya. Should have listened. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sam gets Holly's fracture with a splint and they carry her as the others help Holly. Uh, Sarah wanders off and observes a pale humanoid creature drinking at a pool. And you know that other exit probably was up. They had to go down to get her ass. Mm -hmm. That's the shitty part is like that Holly girl was a fucking moron. Like Juno kept saying, we're going to do this my way. We're going to do this safe. Mm -hmm. And she goes sprinting through an unaware cave. I go first. Like she just goes sprinting through like an idiot. Like, you know, I see a light. It's fucking dark. Like, it's not light. Yeah. She told her, too. She's like, it's not outside light. Stop. Yeah. And then she fell. Get what you deserve. Anyways, it scampers off in the darkness when Sarah gasps. 
Uh, the others think Sarah imagined it, but Sarah insists that she saw someone soon after they are attacked by one of the creatures referred to as crawlers. The group scatters, and the crawler rips Holly's throat. Well, she was dead weight anyways. Her leg was broke. Um, but Sarah trips in, falls, and passes out. They kind of did them a favor. A little bit, yeah. By offing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't have to make that terrible choice. Yeah. I don't want to be the one to say it, but we were all thinking it. Seeing she, Holly yeah, is still alive. Eventually. Seeing Holly is still alive, Juno tries to defend her from the crawlers, but in confusion, she whirls around only to stab Beth through the neck with her pickaxe. See that part right there, dude. I was like, <gasps> you now could tell Juno she, didn't do anything wrong there. No. no, she was fighting for her life, and she got scared from behind. And and, she and I feel bad that any. But this is the this is the downward spiral that I'm going to be talking about. Yes, with Juno, like mm-hmm. she's yeah, it sucks what she did, but she didn't do it on purpose. No, that they hold that, her accountable. Accountable. Uh, anyway. I agree. In what, they, what they hold her known. accountable is that she left her. Because she thought she was dead. Yeah, that's true. She, she practically. She was dead. Was. This is the one thing that Juno did didn't do wrong. No, that she got held accountable for. Now, it's sort of like, um, the boy who cried wolf, though. Right. You tell a lie so many times, and I the know. one time you don't, it's hard to believe. But I think in in her defense, I think the reason she why she would tell that lie is so that there would wouldn't be any. She she was going no, no, no. to I think, know, she I think tell the, the point lie is, is until like, they got out and then probably be like yeah this is what happened no I think that it's just that she couldn't be trusted and at that point especially with everything going on around her and what was happening you know she just found out that the bitch was you know cheating on her husband and everything cheating with her husband like she at did? that point Wait, yeah. yeah Juno was banging the girl's husband yeah that's why she had the necklace that necklace from it her said husband. on the back love each day came from her husband. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. I figured you'd catch that. I thought about saying something. I was like, "Eh, we'll see. (laughs) No, that she just found that out. So she finds that out on top of knowing that Juno can't be trusted. And then her friend says she tried to, or that she killed her. What are you going to think? What are you going to believe? You know what I mean? I get that. Yeah. I do get that. But I think that's what Juno was trying to oh, avoid. Oh, you mean Sarah? Was that paranoia? I, I agree. That I, so. I, I'm not, dis- I'm not, I'm not saying that that I mean, wasn't a, a shitty. Right. Girl, that makes so much more sense. Like, lie. I'm not saying that that wasn't shitty, but given everything else, it's not that she didn't get her comeuppance. Right. I mean, I Juno, Juno's the reason that Apparently I don't have a lot of girlfriends. Was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that girl, that that. Don't get me wrong. She I, is I, the personification of why women can't be trusted. Right. So, like, you're down there with her, and she's the last one left. Yeah, I'm probably gonna fucking. Nail you too. Bait. Like, yeah, you're bait. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking bait. Sorry. Like, yeah, the one thing she didn't do wrong was the thing she got nailed for. Yeah, sorry, that sucks. But how about all the other karma that you did do wrong? I get it. Um, so in this in this die, specific situation, yeah, I, that's where I'm at. I don't think she deserved to die. None of them deserve. You don't to have die. to be right. I get that, but she didn't cause that either. No. Now, don't get me wrong. She took him down into a cave system that was undiscovered. Blah yeah, blah. blah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's where I was like. Mm. But at the same time, she didn't know there were fucking monsters in there either. You right, know what I mean? She didn't expect that. Like these are creatures that nobody's ever seen before. But still, everything she did was for a selfish reason. That's not true. Even- she went back to per- save her friends. 
that and she and was going she's also, down there. She was also Sarah. the first one to fend them she's off. She's not. She's not. She wasn't going down in the cave to help her friend. No, she says she's going down there to help repair that friendship. Yeah. She's doing it for her own selfish reasons. Probably. You're probably not wrong about She's that, only but. just trying to repair that friendship because she feels so damn bad about it. She can absolve her own con- conscience. It has nothing to do with how Sarah feels or what she's done to Sarah. Everything she does is for a selfish reason. Everything. True, but she also says we're not leaving without Sarah. Because she feels so damn bad about what I she's mean, done. she could leave her think, there to die. I don't think yeah, and no then it would eat her alive for the rest of her life and she has no way to absolve herself. Yeah, That's would eat you alive too? Yeah. Yeah, but I would have a totally different way of dealing with it. I would have told her. I would have done my due diligence. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Sarah girl isn't at fault in any way here. Correct. Other than sticking that thing through the girl's leg and uses her, using her as bait. Literally I don't disagree. Like, fish like she, yeah, like, I don't disagree. Like Juno didn't kill anybody on purpose. She didn't do this to anybody on purpose. She didn't mean to do any of this. And so this is where my argument is because I feel like she gets the shaft. Yeah, she was a shitty person, and she was fucking that girl's husband. But does she deserve to die for it? Like, come on. And then so the girl shoves that thing through her leg and uses her as bait to protect herself. Like, how's that any better? That and why does no? The, I'm not saying. And she, I'm saying that if if given the situation, given a different situation, things would have ha- been handled differently. Things would have ended differently. Right. But given the situation that they have, that's the appropriate ending for both of them. Okay. I don't know. But with with like the best given what they know, stabbed through the throat by Juno. Why would she say that she can't be trusted? Like she did it on purpose. Because given what she knows about the situation. Yeah. Not to mention, I she think... She doesn't know that Juno didn't mean to do that to her. She yeah, doesn't she doesn't know, know. And also, she... She doesn't know that Juno thought she was dead thing, when she left her. This is another thing that Beth girl knew that she was fucking the girl's husband. Correct. That's yeah. another thing. That's so, that's one argument that I have, too, is that she knew that that girl was fucking her husband. Why so, didn't she tell... Yeah, why isn't she accountable Correct. In some way? I don't disagree with you there, either. However, all I'm saying, all I'm saying in this situation, given... Where they are, what is happening, what each of those characters know about the situation and about each other. They all got the appropriate ending for their character, given the situation, where they are, what is happening, and what Except they Except for the three innocent ones. Like the one girl running through the cave, dumbass. But mm-hmm. the other two, the sisters, they didn't. Yeah, no, they, 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 they were no. completely innocent. Mm-hmm, completely one innocent. of them was an English teacher. No, I'm just specifically <laughs> talking about. Um, the other one was a doctor. Juno. Yeah, or gonna be a doctor. No, I'm just talking specifically about what happened between Juno and Sarah. Right. Yeah. Sarah deserved her moment with Juno. Right. She deserved that. And given the time, what was happening, it was appropriate. You know, I think that she lost her daughter and her husband. I get it. And she had no way to reconcile those feelings because her, her husband's gone. She can't go to him. It's funny because you it's could over. almost like I you can't directly do this, but you could almost hold Juno accountable for the death of them because it was because he, of her that he was distracted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, you can't really hold her accountable for something that right. you know, but you could, he made the choice of driving. You know what I mean? There's lots of things you can hold her accountable for though, too. You know, like she she couldn't even be there for her friend because she was too wrapped up in her own feelings for it. You know, she lost her boyfriend. She couldn't even be there for her friend who lost her daughter on top yeah. of her husband, you know, not knowing what had happened. But you know, her she lost her daughter. You can't even be there for her for that. 
Oh, boo-hoo, you lost your boyfriend. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. She lost her kid. Right. right. I don't know, man. I think that that you're talking about a whole other realm of like grieving and things like that. that like, That's what I'm saying. That this movie doesn't really dive too much into. You know. No, I'm all saying? I'm trying to say is putting a little bit of perspective to it. What's going right. through Sarah's head? Why Sarah may be a little bit more Look, the, pissed off. I don't think Juno deserved to die, though. I don't either. And actually, if you watch the sequel, she didn't die. Yeah. She so the reason why uh they go back into the cave cuz that both them girls are in the I don't think she's movie. done yet. I'm not. Oh. My yeah, we're go not ahead. we're we're not finished through it yet. Cuz I didn't we just, I, I assume we got, we're not watching the second movie for the podcast. I don't remember if I put them both in there or not. Because I don't remember if I considered the second one real or not. Uh it's just depends on what ending look. you like more, I guess. I like the I like the ending where she didn't survive, if I'm being honest. I don't mind either one of them to be honest. I didn't care. I didn't think the bat the second one was terrible. It's just not yeah. the second one's just kinda like a different version of it. No, no the second one is she goes back in. She has to go back into the yeah. cave system because nobody believes that these creatures exist. That, and they, she and then she finds out that Juno's still alive down there. And yeah. Was it's, it like two weeks later or like oh, a day no, later? Yeah, there. it was like right it's after. In there. It was like right. It was like shortly after. Yeah, it's a, it's literally like she gets out. It's like the next day. So like the the part where the to get like the part where she escapes in the car, blah blah blah, drives away. In the theatrical version, that's it. Like she, there's no dream sequence where she finds herself back in the cave. I think we decided to put the second one in there just because the happy version is the American version. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it um, is the American version. But what's his name? Neil Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall. He direct the way his ending is the ending. If you watch the one where she's still in the cave at the end, that's his ending. Yeah, that's the real ending. So that's his ending. For there the is he did not do the sequel. Yeah, he didn't. Do, he had nothing to do, do with it. He uh-huh. he did do an exe- he he was an executive producer. Well, he'd have to be. Yeah, he was an executive producer, and he um, helped them with some of the um, creatures and how they did. Some I've only of seen it, the but- sequel like once. Yeah, I don't remember hating it. I don't remember hating it either, but it was kind of one of them situations where you're like, I prefer two different endings. And yeah, I, I like the American ending, but I also like the this ending more, or not more, but about the same because it makes sense for this ending, like the the his ending to like where she's still in the cave, she doesn't survive. That makes sense. Um, the American ending, I can see why people would want that because it's it's a little bit more of a, a upbeat, happier ending. She gets out; she's a, she's one survivor. But at the same time, I don't think she deserves to survive any more than the rest of the girls. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I prefer the um, the bleak ending myself. Yeah, I do. I just I, I watching it this time. I remember watching it before and thinking that the 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 better the happier ending was better. But watching it this time, I probably might disagree a little bit like yeah i think the bleak i ending, think the bleak ending's a little better yeah just because i feel like she doesn't deserve to live any more than the other girls do so anyways yeah let's see what ending they put in this this that'd be interesting yeah. yeah beth grabs juno's pendant as she drops to the ground but this Juno's is this is off of fandom i guarantee you it's the 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 original ending you think so yeah, yeah. more likely but juno stumbles away in shock as beth reaches out to her Juno eventually locates Sam and Rebecca and rescues them from a crawler. Juno tells them she may have found a way out, but will not leave without Sarah. The others reluctantly agree to help her search. Meanwhile, Sarah awakens and encounters the mortally wounded Beth, uh, who tells Sarah that Juno wounded her and left her. 
Sarah does not believe her until Beth gives Juna her pendant, which is inscribed with the words love each day. Beth, in extreme pain, asks Sarah to euthanize her. And Sarah reluctantly complies. Sarah soon encounters and kills a young crawler, a female crawler, and a male crawler in quick succession. Elsewhere, Juno, Sam, and Rebecca are pursued by a large group of crawlers. Crawlers kill Sam and Rebecca, and Juno leaps into a chasm to escape. Chasm. Huh? It's a chasm. Chasm, my bad. (laughs) Juno climbs out of the chasm and is helped onto a ledge by Sarah, who asks her if she saw Beth die. Juno nods. The two uh, cautiously Which, in her mind, she did. What? Juno believes that she saw Beth die. Right. Because she... Right, stuck yeah, because she did. So she reluctantly, she's telling the truth. She believes she saw her mm-hmm. die. She just doesn't want to tell anybody that she's the reason why she yeah, died. Yeah, she don't want to tell them. Not at least, yet. While, Not at least yet. while they're in the case. We don't know so. she wouldn't have maybe uh, admitted, told, to it. Yeah, admitted to it once they got she to the surface or something. She probably would have once they got out. I don't think she would have. I don't think so. I don't think I she still think ever. she's a very selfish person. Yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with Karen on that. Like, she is kind of a selfish person. I mean, come on. She was fucking her best friend. Yeah, husband. no shit. But, like, so for her to think that she's going to come out of this cave and, and the, the tell them eyes the they truth were the, each about other. how she died, she's never yeah, going to do I, that. I the eyes they were giving each other there and the way he was distracted, I bet he was going to leave her. I bet that that was, that was I think the that whole, was probably what was on I bet mind. that's the insinuation that yeah. was going on there, that that was the day he was going to tell her and he was going to leave her that day yeah. for, for, for her. I don't... Gina deserved to die a fucker. I don't care. <laughs> fuck that bitch. Gina was hot, so. I don't give a fuck. Gina was hot. She was hot. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Sarah then faces <laughs> Juno and reveals that she Very has flexible. Juno's pendant, that revealing too. that she knows that she wounded Beth. Sarah cripples Juno with a pickaxe. Uh, Juno pulls the pickaxe from her leg and turns to face to a large group of crawlers while Sarah leaves her behind. With Juno's fighting, screams fading as Sarah goes further. Sarah falls down a hole and is knocked unconscious. She awakens, but this is a short term or a short, but this is a short dream sequence. Uh, scrambles up a huge pile of bones toward daylight, squeezes through a narrow opening onto the surface, runs to her vehicle and speeds off. She pulls over to vomit and sees Juno sitting next to her, her face streaked with blood. And doesn't say it, but in the end she wakes up back in the cave and screams. It doesn't say that, but I figured I'd tell you guys that. It says that she escaped. That yeah. she escaped says, and this got in the car. And- it said that it was a short dream sequence, but it doesn't say that she wakes up in the cave. So in the original, or in the other ending, um, it was a short dream sequence, but she still wakes up in the car. That part where that she doesn't wake by. up, she she pukes and then she turns back and Juno's Juno's there, but then she wakes up in the car. That short part where she saw Juno she wakes up. was a dream. Yeah, she but she wakes up in the car. Oh. She pukes, probably passes out, and then wakes back up. And I just Juno's remember her puking there. and turning. Back I'm pretty sure in Juno. in the theater, like in the well, American yeah, in version, movie. like she pulls over. Yeah, in the American version, she wakes up, up in the car. Throws up and then looks over and there's Juno and then she wakes. Yeah, up they're in the both car. dream sequences. Right. But she wakes up in the car so in the American version. Which and in this one, yeah, that's true. So because in the American version she wakes up in the car and in the original version she wakes up in the cave. In the cave, yeah, yeah. I yep. think because it says her face streaked with blood, it stops right there. So I think it's like insinuating both of them. That's why I didn't put either of them. Yeah, the that's end. true because it doesn't know one which one you've seen. Or, yeah. yeah, that's true. So I mean, it's it's a preference. It's whatever you guys want. Like if you want to, 
Some people might say, don't even bother with the second one because the ending of the first one was better. But who's to say that she still didn't get out? I mean, she wasn't dead at the end of the first one regardless. Right. That's true. She was still alive. Um, The only thing I will say is that um, all throughout the movie, the candle with the little, or the cake with the little girl has mm -hmm. has five candles and there's six friends. And then at the end when she's she's sitting there with her little girl, there's six candles insinuating that Sarah's the sixth. So she's going to bite it. That's the insinuation. But is that what they say in trivia? I just took that as an insinuation oh, because there were six friends and there was always five candles on the birthday cake all the time right. throughout the movie. And the little girl was five. So that's just the obvious whatever. But then at the end of the movie, when it's her and her daughter there and, you know, she's the last one, there's six candles. So I assume that means that, you know, Sarah's about to die because she's the sixth. Right. Maybe. Or little, I don't know. Maybe uh, it was a little girl's birthday. I think I think that the movie <laughs> this movie has so so the creatures themselves are something original that I loved about it. This is back when did this movie come out? 05 or 06? Something like that. Um and when it came out like it was something completely new and original and I loved it for that along with uh something else that came out that year that I really liked that I can't remember. Um and so, but like I, I, I think the original, the first version that I watched of this movie was the American version, and I went back later on and rewatched it and watched the because I've seen this movie probably three or four times, and I watched the, um, the original ending from the director, and I walked away from that one thinking I like the American version more because probably one the first of them made one, it out. It was probably the first one that you'd seen and you'd had time to marinate on right. that one longer. Yeah, probably. And yeah. then but going back and watching it this time seeing this ending again, like the original ending again. Yeah. I think I really liked that ending more because it's not just that um it's bleak, but also you don't know. It leaves it open. Like it leaves you open like does she survive or does she die? It could leave it open for uh for a sequel. Or you could just leave it there at that and say, well, she probably died. I like it just because it is it is that bleak version. And just because we have like 99% of horror movies in general are always happy. I know. They always They're always end happy. happy. Yeah. When and you I'm know not, in a, an actual situation like this, let's get realistic here. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, say that that's a bad thing necessarily. It's just you expect it. And it gets old after a while. Like, yeah. you know, it's always all shiny rainbows at the end of yeah. every, you know, movie. So it's kind of nice to see a bleak one every now and then. Kind of like uh, The Mist. The end yeah. of The Mist, that rips your heart out. Oh, but it's, it's, it's a perfect ending. It's still this day. Yeah, it's a perfect ending to that movie. I mean, it's perfect, you know. But, I mean, it's just nice to see that bleak ending every once in a while. Just because it keeps you, keeps it fresh. Yeah, it's you, like, you oh, know? man. You know, you walk away from the movie feeling a little depressed. But at the same time, you're like. That's that's the reality of it. Correct. You know what I mean? So in, in the situation, it's the same thing here. So I have um, kind of a theory. She hit on it a little bit when she said skinwalkers. So that's the Appalachian Mountains. My grandma used to tell me all kinds of weird stories. She didn't believe in any like supernatural monsters, anything like that. She used to tell us all kinds of creepy stories about that stuff in the Appalachian Mountains and stuff when she lived in Kentucky. And you hear all kinds of weird stories about, you know, skinwalkers, wendigos, 
that's where all of those things, all of those original stories came from, was the Appalachian Mountains. Really? From the Appalachian Mountains? Mm-hmm. Huh? Skinwalkers. Probably and, because the, the forests are so dense and Yeah, there's creepy. all kinds of weird stories that come out of there. Yeah. Come out of there all the time. Um, so I wonder, like, if these creatures were real, let's say. Like, if that's where those, you know, stories, like, you know, in this universe, if that's where those stories came from. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they come out to hunt, right? Yeah. And they would be white, which is what you always hear when you hear about skinwalkers and wendigos. You always hear white, yeah. like they're white and they're fast. Like Possibly. I was just I was just thinking about that watching that. I was like, I, I bet like in that Especially universe. so, so secluded, like that cave is so secluded into the woods. And mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how the hell she found it, but. Um, but yeah, or for that. Or know about it. That's true. How did she find that or know yeah, about it? Probably through word of mouth or something, maybe. I mean, yeah, you have, you have circles of people when you're like thrill seekers. You probably talk, and, you know. Hikers yeah. come yeah. across caves all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, but Fishermen, maybe, there, was, there was that big creek right there. Yeah, a little river. Well, yeah. not to mention she, apparently, I don't know if she owns or rents those cabins. I'm sure she probably does a no, lot yeah, of hiking there was, through yeah. there anyway. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah, because then she say something about tracking or going through a trail to see mm-hmm. before like. i'm sure she i don't know but i don't know i'm i don't want to dive too much into that but yeah she but it seems like uh i don't know man i i, I will say one thing i do appreciate about this movie is in a, an entire female cast mm-hmm. yep. there's no male presence in this mm-hmm. it shows it shows great strength in women Mm-hmm. Especially in like Juno and yeah, where, she's where the main character them, Sarah, uh, yeah, the are. main character Sarah finds her strength in this too. Mm-hmm. How they don't back down. Yeah, and they don't back down. So yeah. like, uh, like Juno's badass from the beginning because she's like, as soon as they come in, she starts killing them. She's like, fuck that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, and she fights for her friend while the other ones just scatter. This is why I had respect for Juno at the beginning because they all scattered and ran off. Well, she's the one who stayed behind to try to, even though her friend was already dead, still tried to defend and protect mm-hmm. her friend's body, you know, by fending well, them off. Well, her pupils, like, they did They dilated. Yeah, they, they dilated. dilated. Yeah. She because she died. she died. Oh, I thought it was doing that because of light. <laughs> no, no, they did that because she was dead. I'm a little well, see, but the, that's Well, but that's the thing that killed me. It's like you've seen how her pupils actually shrink. When you die, your pupils expand. Enlarge, yeah. So that's what threw me off because, like she said, when your pupils you shrink, uh, so they shrink to um, light to light, uh, and that's they, what they expand did. for darkness because so you you have a better view. Uh, view, I guess, yeah. So because your eyes are very light sensitive, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. Like I, I think that the characters in this movie are fucking great. So I think all the girls have their own. My, why did the 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 younger sister girl start? Going across that thing again. Because she was trying, she was trying to, escape. to escape. She's trying to get away. She knew that was the only way, you know. Uh, well, like if she cross. knew someone else could cross she was, it better. She then. was scared to death and she that was yeah. just their only way that she mm-hmm. saw out. Like she, she, didn't, she wasn't thinking clearly. Yeah, that part is if away. she would have just jumped down, she would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't know, you know what I mean, that there was yeah. water down there. Um, the I'd biggest jump to my death than being eaten alive. So yeah. I agree. Yeah. The biggest question... Like for me, so it's obvious that these creatures have never been um, discovered, which is fair, I suppose. But like, is it just this cave system? Because 
like what would be so special about this cave system? Is it because it's so cut off? Because the Appalachians are huge and fairly undiscovered. Like not a lot of people really right. delve very far into them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, I just wonder if it's there are more of them. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder yeah, what they what they have evolved from to begin with. You know what I mean? Like well. well the, he answers that. Humanoid. He answers it trivia I mean, because well, I, I, I thought the same thing. This I, is I, this is where I kind of got in the discussion about you know, so they come in to seeing cave drawings, mm-hmm. right? So you would imagine that there were cave people in the, those caves at some caves. point, yeah. So wouldn't you suspect that cavemen would evolve, and since they lived down there, they evolved mm-hmm. into those monsters. That's a possibility too. Yeah, human, right. human evolution, no, human oh. evolution, or any kind of evolution is based they just didn't off evolve. Past. Well, it's your evolution is based off your your survivability. You're going right. to evolve to something you can survive in. Because yeah. I actually so, re- I wrote that down in my my notes too. I said, are these humans? Because they certainly look human, like human esque anyway. Right. They, like skinwalkers are supposed. Yeah. Like to. did they did they evolve from humans at some point? Because right. they they and, certainly. You know, have all of the characteristics of humans except for, you know, Makes certain sense. characteristics yeah. that would have evolved from living in the dark. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like about it is like they go to the surface to get food to feed. I'm like, then, well, that makes sense, but you would think that they would still be able to see. Like, I don't understand why they can't see because they live in the cave systems. Yeah. I get that they live in the cave systems, but it's like bats. Bats live in the dark, okay. so they don't really they don't really use their they don't they use their eyes. Like that too. And that's what they they liken them to. Right. That's why they don't really have much of a sense of smell. You know, like, I thought it was weird that they couldn't smell them. But when they likened them to bats, that sort of makes sense. Because you don't really need to smell or see if you live in a cave system. Mm -hmm. But you do need to hear. Right. And you do need to have that sense of, like, sonar. You know, that's what bats use. I was surprised they couldn't hear them breathing or anything creepy like that. Yeah, you would think that that heightened sense of... You think they would have a better sense of hearing. Yeah. Because like, there are certain situations where I'm like, why don't they hear that? Right. Mm-hmm. But, but like they do the have whispering. that, you know, that would be too much. That would be too much because then right. they have absolutely no chance. There's going to be a little bit of that, you know, plot, you know. But technically, the girls were the bad guys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I they, mean, they, they went into like, their house and started, that's like you know, messing up the furniture. Thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, right, they yeah. they yeah. rolled into their place. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so. yeah, technically, if you think about it, you roll up in a fucking, in a, ba- in a bear's cave, the bear's going to get defensive and fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, they, they walked into their house animals, and then they man. killed killed their their, chi- their child and their yeah, wife. Yeah, and, too. Yeah. Sarah did yeah. kill the kid. She killed a youngling. And the woman. I yeah. agree. Yeah, maybe so, they are just. I love so, that that woman. So had fuck them all. Too. The good guys did win. Yeah, technically <laughs> to a point. Did you guys ever see? Um, this is like the last thing that I had. But have you guys ever seen um, the maps showing um, missing people versus cave systems in the United States? No. Check this shit out. The missing person. So the top map is uh, missing people, and the bottom map is, is the, cave the largest system. cave systems. Well, yeah, that makes sense. People go try and dive in caves all the damn time and end up going missing. Hmm. You see the overlap? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Maybe they actually exist. Top is the missing people, and then the ones at the bottom are the... Feel free to look it up. 
because I can't really show you guys. But we could, but we don't feel like getting out of our chairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you they wouldn't really be able to see it too well. Yeah, it, it kind of gets blurry. Like, people that go missing. Yeah, the overall. missing cases, missing people They're cases missing that people. have never yeah. been found. Missing person cases. And the, the bottom, sad part is, is a lot of those are probably like people who like maybe they were spelunking, but a lot of them could also be. Well, I'm going to kill this person. I'm going to drop him in this cave because right. nobody's going down. I'm just there. saying it's it's very interesting to me. You see this, and it, it's almost a complete overlap. Like it, especially up here in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very dense. You guys, we should visit Completely there. Completely that far away. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, it's go? nuts no. to me. No, I've no, I've heard enough from my grandmother. Thank you. I I'm, I'm very wrong, good. Did you know you're not supposed the to wrong turn, at night skinwalkers. You know. You're also not supposed to say skinwalkers at night, and you're and if you hear a sound outside and it sounds far away, like if your family's like inside and you know they're not outside and it sounds far away, it actually means it's close to you. And if it's close to you, the sound, that means it's actually far away from you. I've heard a lot of these stories. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was told that once and I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. My grandma Just- used to tell us stories all the time. Like, and my grandma didn't believe in any of that shit. So when she tells us these stories, it's like, how do you not believe in that shit? Is that, is that happened to you? And she'd always say, well, the Bible said there'd be sights and wonders. That's, wonders, that's, uh, that's a book. Um, that's a book. That's uh that's more than a sight and a wonder. <laughs> that no, thank you. So yeah, there's a, one thing. Dude walks out of his his, his uh, trailer and he's like heard like this kid or person laughing uh-uh. and screaming. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I'm just not going to pretend I didn't hear that and just walk back. Yeah. Out that TikTok guy, I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. Uh, so did everybody pretty much cover what they wanted to yeah, I got say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and um, rate this movie and see where everybody stands with it. Let's rock out this bitch. Start with Madison as usual. I'm not gonna lie, I really like this movie. I did. I thought it was a great movie, and I, I went upstairs afterwards. I told Ada that she should watch it because it's a movie I know Ada would like a lot too. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it. Uh, I'm actually gonna give it a nine, you guys, because I did really like this movie. Okay. Uh, for me, um, there's a lot of things I love about this movie. It's original. Um, I love the, the claustrophobic shit of it that makes it a truly – that's probably the more terrifying part of the movie. It is. More so Absolutely. than the monsters. I'll oh, take the definitely. creatures all day long. Yeah, like that – and they do a really good job of shooting – like a lot of this is done on sets and shit too. Mm-hmm. So like they do a really good job of shooting that and making it look realistic. And there wasn't a lot of sets. Right. They just reused them. They reused a lot of them, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I think they did a really good job with that. But mm-hmm. this director, man, he just – he I think he does a good job with yeah. – Like I like I said, he, he did Dog Soldiers, one of the best fucking werewolf movies I've ever seen. And, you know, and he's a fairly – I don't know what he's doing anymore, but I haven't seen anything from him for a while. Um, but I'm agree with Madison. This is like a nine movie for me. This is a niner. This is a really, really good horror We movie. got a niner. <laughs> so – Okay, so, um, yeah, for me, the the horror in this movie is is absolutely cla- the claustrophobia. It yeah. it has nothing to do with the the creatures. Um, and uh, I was gonna bring up the set thing too because I think they only built like 
20? Uh, so I liked this movie so much whenever it came out on DVD and all that before Blu-rays. Um, and I liked it so much that I, I, I watched a lot of the special features. Yeah. I think it was like 20 was or made. 21 sets that they made. Yeah. And then like, I liked watching a lot of the extras with mm-hmm. the, uh, with the creatures, the guys in the suit and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. I remember watching this one part is like, a, it wasn't a blooper reel, but he was like dancing in it mm-hmm. and it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think it was like 20 or 21 sets that they built and that was it. And, um, they just moved them around. You know, and it mm-hmm. constantly just looked like different. It's not parts. hard to do with a set like that, where everything like essentially almost looks the same. Like a lot of the rocks, because cave systems look. I know. I, at one I mean, point, I think I saw one of the rocks move. You guys. I did too. Whenever they were crawling through one of the holes. Whenever she yeah. got yeah. stuck, she yeah. kind of kicked it a little bit and yeah. it moved. Yeah. Whenever she got stuck, I saw it move up a little bit. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. That was that was the one things that I was going to bring up is that every now and again. There would be these things that you'd notice, like yeah, little there, small things. When they yeah. did that large pan where you could see all of the girls mm-hmm. in the cave system, you I could did, tell that there was a CGI. Yeah, you could yeah. tell that was a bad. Same as the ending or, too, or a green screen. Yeah, yeah whatever. Like you could see they were like here, 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 but it was all like uh, they the kind of background like, was terrible. They like photoshopped kind of like all that together. To yeah, make whatever it, it was, <laughs> it was terrible. That yeah. was the worst shot in the whole. It wasn't movie. a great shot. I agree. Um, I didn't know this is the first time I ever noticed it. Um, but I noticed that, and like you said, I noticed uh, a couple of times where I seen like rocks move. Um, but I can, I can really forgive all of that because like Mm -hmm. you said, original, uh, it puts you on the edge of your seat. There's, you know, when you, when you talk about horror movies and you look at, you know, slashers and you look at, uh, haunted house, or you look at any of the other genres that there are are out there, you can watch those and go straight to bed. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> a movie like this though like if if it makes you squirm if it sticks with you yeah if it sticks with you like if <laughs> you know your, I, yeah. like that's that's a good horror movie so i'm with you guys it's it's a nine for me too it's if it can make you squirm that's a good horror movie so yep all right so for me eric's like two <laughs> <laughs> it scared no. me no i'm not going i'm not going to you know, give it a bad rating just because I don't like the claustrophobicness of it. Um, I'm not going to give it a bad rating at all because honestly, there's not really anything you can really pick on this movie to say, oh, this is bad because of this. Yeah, there might have been the CGI, like you guys said, but I did not really see it. I, and in my all. mind, I didn't Were see any CGI. On? Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, I didn't see any CGI really in it at it's all. It's not really CGI. It was just. It looked like, like it was just a bad background. It was a bad background. background. Whatever, I get it. Yeah, so whatever I get it. it was. Different. Like they had filmed you back here, film her here, film her here, and then we're gonna splice it all together. Yeah. In the splicing part of it, I couldn't tell out. what it was. It, it was either yeah. like a green screen or some kind of bad I think it was CGI. All just a bunch of it, you might be right about like that. Whatever it was, together. it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I didn't really see it. <laughs> and see they did the same well. thing at the ending with her whenever they panned out from her, where they you saw that she was still trapped in the cave at the very end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her, bad. And too, they had yeah, like yeah. that area of her and then all this like around her. Yeah. It just didn't look it good. It looked like somebody drew it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see that part. Yeah. I. You know, once the credits came off, I turned it off. So, but I you got to think back whenever this came out, Blu-rays were. Uh, yeah, thing. no, no, no. That's there was what no I high definition. To me, it's more yeah. about how did the movie make you feel because that's yeah. what horror movies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where it's at. Where I'm sitting here saying, you know, I'm not going, you know, say it's a bad movie because it scared the shit out of me with the claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tight <laughs> space. You're sitting there the like, cave. scared me. 
Yeah, the tight spaces in the caves. Yeah, fuck that shit. I that's something not I can't. Not to mention the look of the monster. Yeah, man. I they, can't. They did a really good job. I can't do that. But the monsters that didn't really scare me too much. I mean, the thought process of There's some of them jump scares being though. stuck down there with well, the thought process of how they evolved or that they're going to eat that, you alive, like how they evolved. Like you don't know. Maybe there are things that have evolved that we have not found, even including yeah. humans. Oh, cryptids! Especially yeah, cryptids are a big thing. Well, you know, when people like, talk about like Bigfoot and stuff, how can you say he doesn't exist? How do you know? You've yeah, seen them. Yeah, exactly. Just like aliens, how can you say they don't exist? Yeah, they I think do. You're, you're stupid to exactly. think that we're alone in the universe. They, they, aliens just definitely exist. They, they I, exist. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to be like, oh, I'm a skeptic. No, no, they exist. No, you're stupid to believe the government even exists. Exactly. That we're alone in it. We're alone in it. Yeah, that the the government obviously already said that they they exist. Yeah, and we all collectively went. Yeah, our bills are too high to give a shit. Right, we don't. But uh um, Can you pay my gas bill? No, then I don't give a fuck about yeah, your Can aliens. that alien pay my gas bill? <laughs> nope. No, I don't give a fuck. I, give a oh, I know what somebody said they're like, as long as they if they come down here, as long as they gotta pay taxes too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they gotta got pay their cool. way too. But um you know, the movie aspect, like I said, that I didn't see any CGI or anything like that, so I can't knock it for any of that shit. So I'm gonna come in with probably about an eight point five nine. So I'm gonna say eight point five because it's not my co- type. Eight point five nine. No, eight point five. I said eight point oh, five two nine. I thought you were. So I want. I'm okay. going with eight point five. You guys, it's okay. Um. So I'm saying eight point five because it's not my cut. Co- my type of movie. I mean, it's just the the claustrophobicness is for me. Just I can't, can't do that. I can't watch it. I'm not going to watch it again because of that. But that's what made it effective. Yes, it yeah. made it effective. Makes sense. Um. So yeah, eight point five for me. So that's an eight point nine. Yeah, that's a pretty good score. That exactly. might be one of the highest we had. Yeah. Actually, it might be the highest we have. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go we through. We rated them. the Goonies pretty high. I mean, I enjoyed the goriness in the movie. It was like where it needed to be and everything. You know. Yeah, it wasn't overly. Yeah, the bloodbath. Yeah, that was like that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> that's not just human. She definitely blood. walked that's, out of there with some. Uh, with that's some diseases. animal blood. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hell, Pigs, she she fucking puked. Pink guy. At, at the end of the movie, she puked up the same shit that the the monsters puked up. Ugh. Yum. That's yeah, because didn't it say like she was reading off warnings? At the beginning. No, it was it wasn't about that mountain though. Was it? It was about the other one that they were supposed to go through, but they didn't. She was yeah, reading, I can't remember what she called she it. It was like claustrophobia. Uh, she said like paranoia. Um, Flynn or uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, paranoia. Hallucinations, all kinds of yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Panic attacks. Well, hell yeah. I, that you, girl was having one in the cave. I would have had now. a panic attack as soon as I got down there and they said, oh yeah, we got to go down this small hole. No. Nope. Like, <laughs> you guys go for it. I'm going <laughs> back up. Getting me the heavy All babies. right. Uh, what do you guys think on scores? Uh, let's go with critics first. Critics, oh. I'm going to say 75. probably 87. 92. Uh, Eric's going to say this is an 87. What? Are you <laughs> on the nose. Yeah. 87% certified fresh. Uh, deaf direction and strong performances from its all female cast guide the descent, a riveting, claustrophobic horror film. Yeah, it's about right. All 93. Right, uh, audience well, but how many people rated it bad because they didn't like the claustrophobia not very many people do that honestly most people are going to think about it like like me and joseph yeah. and everybody does is that it's a good thing because most of us that are horror nerds are going to be like nothing scares me you said 93 i was gonna say 92. i said 93 
Okay, you guys are in the 90s. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to say 80. 80? Eric's going to take this too. It's 76%. Fuck them. Yeah. Actually, the audience liked it less for some reason. They're retarded. They are retarded. I'm going to agree with that. Fuck you guys. Um, I'm going to think I was about to take mine back and one pound (laughs) point you below. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Juno. Good. You're wrong, though. You're wrong, though. <laughs> All right, let's give you... I'm going to try to find some... Well, I'm sure there's a few negatives in here. Sure, people, it's too claustrophobic for me. Yeah. I don't know if they made that noise or not, but... Yeah. Yeah. These people write paragraphs. They're trying to read all that shit. All right, uh, here's a one star. Um, pretty dumb from the concept of a large uh, mammalian living underground as a sustainable colony without huge tracts of land to the terribly decreased in post-lighting? Seriously, are these 1W... It was a cave. Oh, one Walt uh, incandescent bulbs, guys. The movie just doesn't have anything going for it to actually help my suspense suspension of belief as above so below is sustainably better with a similar concept of traveling unsafe subterranean locales i disagree i disagree i didn't think as above so below was very good there's no claustrophobia they're literally walking around in like a it wasn't nearly as fearful i disagree like as above so below was okay but it just wasn't it didn't hit me like that you know what i mean um Here's a half star. Found the movie boring. Nothing scary nor gruesome in the movie. The ending was predictable. No gruesomeness, I was, huh? Yeah. I was waiting for her Weird. to strike her friend and leave her. Don't see why or how this film is on the most scariest list of horror movies. Okay. Well, you're so, obviously, they don't understand what claustrophobicness is. So, some is. of these people... Well, you got to think that not this, everybody is claustrophobic. So the thing about these reviews, I didn't really get claustrophobic the, feel. It was just like I did a little bit. That's because you're crazy, especially the part oh. where the girl got stuck. And oh stuff. man! Oh. So I think that that was these, the part. Like I was like this. Like, yeah, some of these reviews are going to be like kind of biased because of um, people have done have taken this movie. And they've done, they've copied some of the things from this movie, like mm-hmm. the creatures, the claustrophobia. They've done it. So people are going to be like, well, this isn't that scary because it's been done. It's like, yeah, well, the first look at the slasher movie first. was amazing because it hadn't been done yet. Yeah. So you have to look at it from that point of view, too. Correct. Um, two stars, utter pants, overly suspenseful moments littered with obvious jump scares. Uh, one star, overrated, not scary at all. Everything is so predictable and fake. The end is the worst part, and Juno is an evil character. <laughs> evil. <laughs> I but wouldn't say she's evil. She's just selfish. Yeah, sometimes, I say she's evil. like, even with the worst, like, predictable jump scares, they can be, evil. Like, the most scariest. All right, here's a half star. There's nothing even marginal... Marginally, I think that meant marginally entertaining until about one hour into the movie. The acting is unbelievable and frankly bad. The actors don't seem to convince me that they're actually scared. I recommend this movie if you're looking to waste your time. This movie might have been okay 
just okay 30 years ago, but now it just doesn't stand up to what's out there. Just but bad, just bad. 30 years ago. The fuck? You were dumb. Like, what do you mean, dude? Like, okay, so the acting was great. They showed a great, they did a great job of telling us how fucking scared they were. And some people are idiots. What about the cover art for this movie? Like, how cool was that? It was really awesome, actually. It's a skull, but it's the girls. I'll find one more. It's like a silhouette of the girls. Look it up. All right, last one. Uh, Half star, six shallow written soccer moms cast in poems. What? Soccer moms? Did you pay attention to the... Hold on, I want to finish this. This looks good. Six shallow written soccer moms cast impulsively, uh, implausibly, as buffed pro-level adventurers uh, enter a mysterious cave complex. Ignore every known safety protocol and promptly get lost like stupid amateurs. They're beset by ferocious cave dwellers capable of uh, barehandedly killing 1,000-pound bull elk with... uh, many of whom end up slaughtered in various gory ways by surviving hero. By our surviving <laughs> Man, hero. you are one pathetic loser. That is cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, you see can't it. see it. But I, see it. I, I disagree with a lot of people. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> people are dumb. Soccer mom. Huh? We got yeah, soccer. Anyhow. Go! There was one. Dude, one that had a kid. Right. Yeah, there was one that had a kid. The rest were like... And one that was married. Yeah. She was the same woman. Uh, I don't know. I just... They're all whatever. soccer moms, apparently. morons. Like, They're all soccer moms, apparently. I think this is why I don't think everybody should be able to be on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more reasons than that. There's a lot more reasons than that. You have to have a license to fish. Yeah. Yeah. You have uh, a license to think on the internet. Right. All right, Karen. Take you got, a test. Yeah. You got trivia, man. I got trivia. Sweet ass trivia with Karen. The filmmakers considered it too dangerous to film in an actual cave. You don't say? Oh shit. (laughs) It also would have been far too time consuming, so they opted to build one instead. 21 separate cave sets were built for the film. These were carefully reused with different camera angles, set dressing, and lighting to suggest a nearly endless collection of interconnected tunnels and caverns. For realism, the makers often limited the lighting of the sets to light sources that the protagonists brought with them, such as flashlights, helmet lights, and light and light sticks. According to the audio commentary on the special edition DVD, there was an exact replica made of Nora Jane Nguyen after the movie was finished. She got to keep the head of the doll. Once Wait, she, which one is that? That's Holly. Okay. Oh, okay. Once she put it in her mother's freezer as a joke. <laughs> that girl looked familiar. I've seen her in other stuff before. So, uh... Yeah. The appearance of the creatures was kept secret from the cast members until the first scene in which they encounter them was filmed. When the cast were finally finished, were finally filming that scene where the group encounter the crawlers, the actors were genuinely scared and screamed, running off set and laughing. The sequence where the women see the crawler for the first time was via the night vision camera. They had the lights off and brought the performer in and then revealed him as the visibility returned. Neil Marshall described the crawlers as cavemen who have stayed underground. The director explained they've evolved in this environment over thousands of years. They've adapted perfectly to thrive in the cave. They've lost their eyesight. They have acute hearing and smell and function perfectly in the pitch black. They're expert climbers. so They can go up any rock face and that is their world. 
The filmmakers kept the crawler design hidden from the actresses until they were revealed in the scenes in which the characters encountered the creatures to allow for natural tension. They also kept the actors among the female rock climbing crew and the actors from who played the cave dwellers separate from each other through the shoot, including at lunch to heighten their ability to play animosity against the other cast. You know, what's funny about that is like, could you imagine being like that actor that came in and was like, hold on. Uh, that actor that those actors get like, all right, well, we're getting hired to do this job. Like, Oh, what do the creatures look like? Like, I don't know. Like, could you imagine being like, well, if they look fucking retarded, this movie could flop. Well, and you know the, I mean? the, the cool thing was, is that he actually hired actors to play the crawlers. We were talking about the right. Yeah. Right? Not just, you know, people in suits. Like, these were people that actually brought characters to the crawlers. You were talking about the Nora chick? Who? Creature. The girl who played as Holly? No, no. Like, people who were actors. Like, they actually brought, like, characters to their crawlers. Like, they had backstories and stuff for their crawlers. Even if they didn't use it, they, it was like their way of making them individual. Hmm. You know, behind the scenes or whatever. I don't know if I remember. She apparently was in Doomsday. I don't remember her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, um, fuck. Which one was she in Doomsday? Um, wasn't she the main one? No. No? No, she wasn't. Let me see. She looked, or was she the one that got beheaded in Doomsday, too? No. No? That wasn't her either. Who was she? Who are we talking about? Holly. The girl who played Holly. The girl with the real short hair. The really, really short hair. She wasn't the main actress, the bad actress in Doomsday? No. I know what you're talking about. It's not her. I don't know. I'll find out. Eric will look it up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember her. Maybe I maybe I saw her in Doomsday and just What's don't remember. What's her actress name? Uh, hold on. Nora something or another. Nora Jane. N-O-O-N-E. Noon. Nora Jane. Nora Jane here. Can you say who she us? I don't even see her on here. She probably played some small role. I know the other girl who played the the younger sister, the doctor, is also in Doomsday. Yeah. Um, yeah, because didn't she play like um the the mom? I think so, something like that. Um, so no, she was the uh, the girl that she was sent in to save or whatever. In, in Doomsday. Oh, was she? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. blonde girl in Doomsday. Her name was Callie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she had to protect yeah, 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 her. Yeah, 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 right. Um, so, Nora Jane no. Nuon. Some character mm-hmm. she played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she was, she one, was of the, uh, one of the soldiers. One of the soldiers. Yeah, I remember that. She looks now. completely different. Yeah. She looks weird with long hair. After blonde hair. Blonde hair, too. Yeah. Uh, director Neil Marshall initially wanted to pass on the project, having just done another horror movie with dog soldiers. He later reconsidered since both movies were nothing alike, and he decided he decided to cast an all-female group of protagonists in contrast to the normally male-dominated horror genre. He consulted with his female friends to avoid cliches and define their personalities, and chose actresses with a wide array of accents to give the film a more cosmopolitan feel. Claustrophobia... claustrophobia is a big aspect of the film's fear. But Neil Marshall had no clue how many people were affected by it until he started showing the film to audiences. You don't say. Uh, The neon light sticks seen in the film were purchased from an adult toy shop. (laughs) I've never... Why? 
Are there adult? Right. Why? Why are light sticks in an adult toy shop? I, I mean, I, that, either way, like, sticks? why? Why couldn't you just go buy them from like a local party store or something? That's what I'm like. Why? Why does it have to well, be yeah, an adult toy they, store? Why would they be in there in the first place looking for glow sticks? Well, know. I'm not worried about why they're in there. I'm just like, why? Why would you go there for them? I, I, yeah. Why? Why, why are they in Walmart. there? I don't. Maybe they were already in there for other things, and they just happened upon them. Maybe. That's what the that's what the spit was. They went in there for the spit because oh, lube. Oh man, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's probably true. Could be because they use they use lube a lot for spit, like like in um, Alien. That that's what they use. Have a look yeah. to get because it it has that look. Yeah, so that's probably what happened. The crawlers were designed by Paul Hyatt, a makeup and crumpled up <laughs> apple pie into the the lube to make it look like the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> the crawlers were designed by Paul Hyatt, a makeup and prosthetics creator. Production designer, oh, hold on. Production designer Simon Bowles said that the Bowles it says it's, it's B O W L E S. So I'm not sure if it's Bowles or B Bowles. Anyway. Said that the Buy crawler designs. Bowls. Yeah, bowls. Uh, hey, said, my boy, that's what he said. He said, I got two balls. He'd be holding <laughs> up bowls. So, said the crawler design had started out as a wide eyed and more creature like, but the design shifted toward a, more, toward a more human appearance. Crawlers originally had pure white skin, but the look was adjusted to seem grubbier. The skin was originally phosphorescent in appearance, but the effect was too bright and reflective in the darkened set. So, the adjustment was made for them to blend in shadows. The director barred the film's cast from seeing the actors in full crawler makeup until their first appearance on screen. Actress Natalie Mendoza said of the effect, When the moment came, I nearly wet my pants. I was running around afterwards laughing in in this hysterical way and trying to hide the fact that I was pretty freaked out. Even after that that scene, we never really felt comfortable with them. The crawlers reappear in The Descent Part 2, a sequel by John Harris, with the first film's director Neil Marshall as an executive producer for the sequel Hyatt improved the camouflaging ability of the crawler's skin tones to deliver better scares. According to Hyatt, John wanted them more viciously feral inbred scarred and deformed with rows of shark like teeth for ripping flesh. A house was designed for the crawlers as well as a set that the crew called the crawler crapper. (laughs) (laughs) I don't bear. I barely remember the second one, so I'm not sure what, yeah, I, I don't really. I just remember not hating it. I remember not hating it, but I also remember being like, yeah, it's not as good as the first. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen it once for a reason. Yeah, I, just remember I think not I've hating only seen it, it once. Yeah. yeah. The American edit of the film ends with Sarah escaping from the cave and driving away, finally seeing, finally seeing Juno, most likely a hallucination, sitting in the car next to her. The UK version, however, has a much bleaker ending, continuing with a short scene where Sarah wakes up at the bottom of the cave. The escape was only a dream, and she is hopelessly stuck inside the cave with the creatures closing in around her. This finale was described as uber-hopelessness by the American screening audiences, and therefore omitted. The sequel, The Descent Part 2, starts with Sarah having just escaped from the cave, and is thus a follow-up to the American version of the film. Director Neil Marshall didn't have one specific ending in mind during filming, so he agreed agreed to make an American version where Sarah escapes from the cave. This was considered by many to be the happy ending. In contrast... That's okay, though, that he's, like, open to the idea of a different ending. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't really have an idea of an ending, so this is what I went with. But if you guys want to change it, that's fine. Well, you'll find out why here. He says, "In in contrast to the unhappy UK version where Sarah doesn't escape, but Marshall likened it to the finale of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974, stating that just because someone got away, does that make it a happy ending? 
It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an interview with Vulture in 2021, director Neil Marshall revealed that during production, an executive from the French distributor Path suggested a scene where the girls would strip naked and jump into a pool in the cave. In response, Marshall said, if that's the movie you're making, I'm quitting now. I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I put it in here. It just shows you the kind of guy he is, like yeah. the kind of director and the, the direction he wanted to go with the movie. Yeah, that's completely unnecessary. his point movie. was trying to make them strong characters he wanted yeah. them to be strong he didn't females. want to sexualize them yeah he didn't want this to be a sexual movie in any way like yeah. he wanted them to be strong characters i agree yeah, that's, that's ridiculous that's kind of one of the reasons that i really hate that soccer mom thing he yeah. made he went out of his way to show that they weren't they were tough women yeah mm-hmm. at around one hour and two minutes among the bones that sarah falls into is a wolf's head which came from one of the werewolves from director neil marshall's previous film dog soldiers <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, a possible a possible and less gruesome shout out to Neil Marshall's previous film Dog Soldiers occurs when Sam has to push Holly's splintered bone back into her leg and Dog Soldiers Cooper has to push Wells intestines back into him another very subtle Dog Soldiers reference doubling as a mythology gag when Sarah discovers an old helmet in the cave a closer look reveals the name Oswald written on the brim this is in reference to Eddie Oswald the character mentioned by Wells in Dog Soldiers. Neil Marshall has mentioned that he plans to reference Eddie Oswald in all of his films. <laughs> and that is it. It's pretty cool, though. Oh, what has he done lately? Like, I really don't. I really, recently? I really don't know. Well, I'm going to look him up on IMDb real quick because, like, to go from the, all those good movies to like just disappear. It's Neil Marshall. Marshall. Maybe he's working on an idea that were, like really okay. big. See all. His most recent one is The Lair from 2022. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. It's got a 4.5. I don't know if that's out of 10 or what. No, that's out of 10. <laughs> he did The Reckoning uh, okay. in 2020. Lost in Space. I think that's a, ser- that's a series, yeah. Which is actually a good series. Um, timeless. I should make you guys guess. Is it The Centaur Part 2? <laughs> It's we could go back to doing the charades. This is Ninja Turtles. I've been waiting for that one. You're gonna make us guess, and no, I said I should make you guess, but it'd be like old times. Probably, is it a sequel? No. Does it have sequels? No. Is it a horror? No. Comedy. Is it a comedy. Yes. Is it Zach and Mary? No. Is it? Uh, does it have Will Ferrell in it? No. Kevin Hart? No. Is no. it a raunchy comedy? No. Is it a wholesome comedy? Honestly, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I'm pretty sure it is. It might have some raunchiness in it. Give us an actor that's in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's As not a twins. comedy. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Arnold's comedy. I don't know. Is it is. Last Action Hero? That's what yes, I was kind sir. of thinking. <laughs> Last Action Hero. That's a good one, though. Yes, it is. That one got a lot of, like... Negative? Negative reviews eh, back when it them. came out. But that movie's... It's a good movie. It's, it's a really good movie. So it's only on rent right now. Of course it is. I think I have it. I don't have it. You can rent it on Amazon, Apple I really TV, ought to like know what Voodoo, we own, but I really Direct don't. TV. I wouldn't either if they were all thrown in the basement like that. No, he's doing... He, he has like really? both of the shelvings full now, but now we have to buy another one because it's not enough. Oh. You know, if What's we would have do done this Warhammer stuff now. If we would have done this like that stuff somewhere, I don't know. we could have done this maybe like six months ago. It was on Netflix. Old. Sorry. If we would have done it when six months ago, it was on Netflix. Sorry, the book or the box 
The box tells me. I mean, what you can always rent it. Or you can, the box tells me. What yeah, do. I'll probably. Or you can buy it. it. I'm not buying it. I love, I love the movie. All right, but it's people. Not next week, uh, last action here will be the first movie of the year. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. What is today? So yeah, it'll be the second, now. right? Yeah, it'd be the second. No, it'd be the yeah, it'd be the second. We'll go back to work on the second, don't we? Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. First movie of the year, last action hero. First but last action hero. Yeah, it was. When you guys asked if it was a sequel, I was like, not to us, but I think it is in the movies universe. In the movie universe, yeah, it is. But those movies aren't called Last Action Hero. Those movies are called uh, Jack Slater. Is that his name? Jack yeah, Slater. but I don't think they're called Jack Slater, they're though. They're yeah, called... the movies are called something else in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. The only yeah. thing I remember is like the dude had a fake eye. And... Rubble bubble baby bump. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. And Didn't know tar- I was going to say that, did you? The Tar Pits. The Tar Pits. Something about the Tar Pits. And yeah. the bad guy's name. Uh, fuck, I knew his name at one point. Yeah, he had a weird name. Yeah, he had a weird name. <laughs> it's a really good movie, though. So if you haven't seen Last Action Hero, you should watch it. Even if not for us, but just for your own enjoyment. Because yes. it is a very entertaining movie, especially if you're into... For one, old Arnold movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it flopped, but it, it ended up like everybody. It did, loved and it. I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger was really upset how, at how it had flopped. Yeah, and it's someone, one of his favorites. I know that. Yeah, it's one of his favorites, and he was really upset about how it flopped because he just thought it was a really good, entertaining movie, and it is. I don't know, understand because I remember whenever it came out, and I was like, "This movie's amazing." It's such a good fantasy movie for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like it's, every, it's every kid's fantasy. Every yeah. kid would love. Voiced like, by Danny DeVito. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. As they should. So it's just it's a really entertaining movie, and hell, even uh, Robert Patrick makes an appearance as. Oh yeah, he, he comes he's a cop, the, and he's, he, he's a cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he comes walking out like the T one thousand. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, lots of good Easter eggs in that movie. Yeah, a lot yeah. of Easter eggs in that movie from like old, like this. I might be one of the first movies to really do Easter eggs. It might be. You might be right about that. Like, to that. do a lot like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, they put little subtle things in other movies. But, like, think of, like, Ready Player One. This was that movie before Ready Player One. Like Correct. How Ready Player One put all these different Easter eggs in one giant movie. That was what this movie had done. So, like. Yep. And, and the kid and the kid is, like, the kid in the movie, the main character, is is your eyes. Like, the guy, the kid being you in the movie danny danny i think his name danny. is yeah and he's the person that you would be in the movie like oh my god all these references that i'm seeing and yeah. it's just it's a very uh meta movie I yeah guess. he's like no you play you play that guy in that movie and he's like what are you talking about he's great no, about what him. are you talking about he was great he's a great action he's a great star. action star no, he's talking about sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah and uh terminator terminator yeah. too yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a great action star yeah. yeah all right well next week people uh, don't forget to check out our social stuff and um, and and be here next week for um, Last Action Hero. And uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and all that good stuff. X, Instagram, and all that other crap. Until uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.